And good afternoon once again here from O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge. And as you said, we had the weather forecast there and I saw Cesar Petty Punch. And I tell you, Jim, you nailed it in the head. There was rain going to be in the late afternoon. And just as we speak, the rain just starts to come down here again in O'Garney Park. Dark clouds descending on O'Garney Park. As we wait the fourth and final uh, entrance into the semi-final of the Intermediate Championship, we already have Rowan Tulla and St. Joseph's who were victors by 218 to 11 earlier on here over a gallant but I team earlier on today here and now we have uh, six mile, uh, here in Six Mile Bridge we have the men from Smith O'Brien's in Killaloo against uh, last year's beaten finalist Tubber uh, you know Tubber I suppose the really a team that have been so close in it so far in the Intermediate Championship but we'll be hoping to change their form this year and maybe get back up sooner. Killaloo have been very very close in the past maybe failing at quarter final semi-final stage always there thereabouts they'll be hoping to move back uh, to the stage where they got knocked out of the championship last year by the eventual winner Scarif. So Pat, it's all set for a Titanic battle. All set for a great battle Leo, looking forward to this one. Uh, talking to our, our old friend and co-analyst here Brendan Foley as we were before the game for a while he's tentative enough about it, yet, yet hopeful. I met Pat O'Connor then from Tubber they injured Pat O'Connor of course, they're just checking the team and he says he thinks Tubber have improved enormously from their first round when the Killinini beat them. He says they're improving each game but again he's expecting a massive battle so Pat Sheedy was there as well, and uh, we all found it hard to call. So look at, I'm sure um, mentors on both sides are really, really craving for their own team to win it, and deep down think they will. But uh, it's at the making of a very good game. Maybe contrasting situations as well. Tubber seasoned a long time, you know, senior club for a long time, relegated a few years ago, and still, you know, on the, on, on the verge of breaking back up again. They're appearing in finals in recent times, beating Bascarif last year. Dogger team, missing Pat, Pat O'Connor, who's, a, who's, a, who's a, a huge loss, obviously. But still, Dogger team with plenty of fine horrors in the team, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be hard to beat, especially at this stage, because they're used to, you know, they're used to playing in maybe pressurised situations. Whereas Smith O'Brien's, you know, trying to make a breakthrough, Leo, uh, a good club and a club on the up, I think, and there's some lovely horrors in that team, putting in serious effort. Unlucky last year, played very, very well. So, um, a team trying to make the breakthrough, so look at it has the makings of a really interesting game. Let's hope the weather doesn't spoil it. A few ominous looking clouds there back behind the school, but we'll be hoping that in our sheltered accommodation here, uh, we, we'll be okay at least. And let's hope the game can play, can be played in reasonably dry conditions. So a lot to look forward to, Leo. Yeah, and indeed, we've, we've two teams for both ends of the county here, uh, here in O'Garney Park. So you know, the GA alive and well. And we're going to give you the line out of both teams. First of all, it's Smith O'Brien's in their red and yellow jerseys, and in goals is Mark McInerney. David Goff, Keith Nolan and Mark Stritch make up the full back line. Dwayne Sheedy, Carl Stritch and Eddie Burke is the half back line. Evan Conley and Marco Holland are Ilarna Parker. Keith Stritch, M- Michael Goff and Mike Michal O'Shea is the half forward line. With David O'Shea, John Cusick <coughs> and Tommy Redden being the full forward line. And the Tubber team in their black and amber jerseys is in goals is Ronan Taff. Uh, full back line. Declan Ryan, James Howard and Joey Droney. Mark Early, Peppy Taff and John Fall is the half back line. Ronan Monaghan and Lachlan O'Grady are in the middle of the field. Cahill Droney, Donald McMahon and Aidan McNamara at the full back, uh, forward line with Clive Early, Aidan Ford and Blaine Early being the full forward line. And as Tubber uh, paused for their photo, Pat, as we <coughs> done earlier on, look at Killaloo um, out here today. We've had, a, a, again, as we said, we've had a couple of recent bereavements down in Killaloo. Uh, Eileen McCarthy, uh, mother of her son, Kevin, who would have been a selector here uh, for, for Smith O'Brien's gone to her eternal reward. You know, Charlotte Ryan, also sister of, of Seamus Gleeson, who has given great service to Killaloo in the past. And, of course, uh, Jamie O'Brien from Brawford, whose uh, three first cousins are the Stritches 
are playing here uh, for Kildu today and look we offer our sincere sincere to all Totally concord, Leo. You know, again, the GA family will hopefully stand by its own and support them. And uh, I know, the, uh, you know, the, the Bree families of the three people you've mentioned, uh, very, very sad occasion for them indeed, and uh, great losses to their families. So we just in our, uh, agree with just sending our condolences and we hope the support of, of all their families and friends and, and GA, GA people as well will be a little bit of a help to them at this time. This is going to be a dogfight, Pat. There's no doubt about it. This is going to be a real championship uh, encounter. Full impossible of, to call. Full of uh, and impossible because to call. Smith Ryans, if they play at their best, they're very, very impressive. Likewise, Tober, we know what they can do it. I mean, as I said, you know, they will feel that they, they want to still be a senior club. Uh, they've been on the semi-final or final of this intermediate championship for the last four or five years, pipped uh, narrowly on all the occasions. So really, and probably again, Two teams that don't meet too often, you know, they're not too near, you know, they're not, they're, they're, as you say, North Clare place in the South, or at least East Clare or the South, southern part of East Clare, if you like. So, uh, an awful lot to look forward to, both in the hole now. And uh, let's hope, look at for, for the sake of, 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 of watching it as neutrals, so that we have a really, a really great game and that the, you know, that the winner comes out of, of the team that plays the best and performs best on the day and not, not down to mistakes or, you know, controversial decisions, refereeing, great refereeing, but now will the last time and I'm sure Wayne King will be, will be, will be similar in this game. Yeah, and it looks like Mark, Mark, uh, the toss has been decided and Kilo are defending the goal. Mark McInerney making his, way, making his way down to the goals at the Kilmore end here of, of, of Six Mile Bridge. Ronan Taff has remained above. At, at the school in so look at all is set all is in motion both teams are Wayne King gone over there just having a chat with one of his uh, other or fourth official over there on the far sideline so look at all is all is in readiness and uh, we'll Leo, see the size of Dole McMahon that's centre forward and Aidan Ford at full forward for Tubber two serious men to have in, in, in the spine of your forward line and uh, very good under high ball so uh, tests there for Costrich and Keel Nolan yeah, and indeed, we are going to start the, the game here with a moment's silence uh, in memory of the deceased. And now we're going to be joined by, by Derek Dormer of the Clare Champion. Uh, Derek, look at, you're really looking forward to this one, Derek. I know two teams, full of tradition. You're expecting a full blood battle here. Absolutely, Leo. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game. Smith O'Brien's would probably be my tip for the championship. Um, however, we had three quarterfinals already, two favourites in Tulla and Bearfield got through, but Ren provided a shock, so I wouldn't be ruling anything out here with Tubber. They're a well-seasoned outfit, as Pat had said, but Smith O'Brien seem to have this desire and quest to get up senior. They have some lovely young hurlers, and if conditions, if the sun stays out, I expect Smith O'Brien to get through, but if we have showers and the wind picks up, don't be, don't be surprised. This is a tight game. And um, would you rule out extra time even at it, even before the ball is thrown in? No, not between these two outfits. Tubber are well, as Pat said there. Tubber are well seasoned. They're well experienced. Loss of Pat O'Connor is huge. But if it stays dry, I just think Smith O'Brien's have the more scoring potential. Yeah, we did. Uh, thanks, Derek. And, and we have been fooled as, as the defences have turned around. And now Mark McInerney is manning the school goal. And Ronan Taff has made his way down to Kilmore Reid. And the sun is shining brightly here in O'Garnley Park. Wayne King about to throw in the ball here <coughs> in the middle of the field for hopefully we're going to have a really entertaining game. And I think, Pat, the battle of Cahalstrich and Dolan McMahon at centre-back and centre-forward is going to be key here. Oh, absolutely. There's a good few battles in it, but that, that's one for sure. And I suppose likewise, Peppy Taff, young Peppy Taff, uh, and Michael Goff as well, two, two maybe uh, up-and-coming players. Peppy Taff is only a very young lad, but he's uh, obviously from great stock in, there in Tubber. Taff and him associated with hurling for a long time, of course, as we well know. And um, 
yeah so all to play for and looking forward to it yeah and the game is on and the ball is out here in the middle it comes to Michael Goff Michael Goff and a very free for Killaloo a tap there by uh, the midfielder uh, for Tober was locking a Grady a tap on Michael Goff so a nearly chance for, for Sharpshooter Supreme Tommy Redden and as was even in these in these early moments Pat we're getting we're mentioning Tommy Redden so I wonder how often will we mention Tommy between now and the final whistle well once Tommy does well and doesn't get injured you'll be missing you'll be mentioning him very very often because a super free taker uh, a speed merchant as well and he'll be fed a lot of ball up to his corner so Throwing. And indeed, the ball has been has been changed. I think the Killaloo Ben went in there was trying to try, trying to throw in a draw ball or a dry ball, and, and referee Wayne, Wayne King cutting out all that mess and no need for it <coughs> at all, and uh, overturning the free. The ball is back in the half in the half hour, and here come Killaloo. The ball is back to Nolan. Nolan switches the play across. The man who made his in, intercounty debut at Cena for Clare this year back to Mark Early. Mark Early kind of playing a sweeper, sweeper role yeah. uh, for Tubber. Gets the ball up into the corner. Up shows Ford. Ford puts his hand hand down for this ball at full at the full forward and playing out in a left corner forward position. We're up here in the, the corner near and pushing the back there down on top of the Killaloo cornerback uh, David Coff and a free out uh, for Killaloo. But I suppose, in fairness to Wayne King, Pat setting down a marker, a man trying to go in and throw a dry ball in and straight away cutting out all the shenanigans. And uh, great to see it because you know <laughs> the ball was the ball was hadn't been in play for a minute, so the least the first ball was was gone heavier or too, too difficult to strike over the bar. However, the, the other uh, problem that was the sun is really glary, Leo, and uh, the goalkeeper at the not at, at the opposite side, at the Kilmory side, as we call it. Kilmory uh, goalkeeper Mark McInerney. You know, it's going to be very very dazzling. It's dazzling for us to try and follow the play up towards the school end. So let's see how that works out. Still better see to not to have it Kilmory in the attack. And a ball lovely into score. David O'Shea. A lovely ball up in the corner from the free into David O'Shea. He got out in front of Declan Ryan, and David O'Shea is a very speedy player. Over the bar, first blood to Smith O'Brien's Kilmory one point. Uh, Tubber yet to register in the puck out from the goalkeeper Ronan Taff. Ronan Taff, a man who's given great service to Tubber and drives this ball. The wind have no effect on Ronan Taff he puts the ball right up into the corner up towards Dolan McMahon Dolan McMahon gets a run on Cahill Stritch here's Dolan McMahon a shot from Dolan McMahon and when they're done like that Pat it's very very easy Ronan Taff up to Dolan McMahon and even looking at Dolan McMahon uh, today he seems to be in even you know from his year a couple his second year with their county setup looks a much fitter player he's a huge man as well and he moved very very freely there as a route one route one score if ever there was one and uh, Tober can do that because that's that kind of player but they also have the two earliest to uh, carry the ball as well so it's very interesting to see which way they'll mix it up and that puck out comes out from Mark McInerney McInerney oh and a kind of a, a rather rash pull there by John Fall across the incoming um uh, Killaloo uh, player in, 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 again, in, yeah, in David Goff who was, who was gone up from his cornerback position I suppose he seems to be following uh, playing early so David Goff who was named at wing back or, or picked in was named at wing back in the programme then goes into the corner but he's definitely picking up and doing a marker job on playing early but here comes that man again Tomasa Redon uh, here 50 60 metres out from the Tober goals and men of this man's efficiency should be well within his compass uh, to put Smith O'Brien's back into the lead and Tommy the Kitog drills it and he drills it Gohar and Dresnan and Smith O'Brien's go back into the lead it's Smith O'Brien's 2 uh, Tubber 1 and here comes Ronan Taff what's he, what's he going to go with this one he goes to the far side of the field over in front and I tell you one he's, he has a big puck out into the breeze so the ball is blocked down there it comes out here comes out back there to Eddie Burke Eddie Burke uh, drives that ball down the middle and here comes Kiluke Mark Gailey cut ball kind of ball watching and the ball came in there towards Michal got Michal into John Cusick John Cusick out but it picked up by Mark Gailey Mark Gailey gets the ball out to John Fall John Fall and turn back into traffic gets the ball back to Joey Droney as, as Tober tried to walk it out Joey gets away from 
on the challenge of Tommy Redden. Tommy Redden coming after him. Here comes Troy. Can't catch it again. Gets the ball out. Out the side. Oh, a hit. And I tell Ooh. you, Dwayne Sheedy. And it was a hit. I tackled there on Ronan Monaghan. But I tell you, Ronan, he won't think the pass from Joey Troy. If there was ever a suicide pass, in, uh, that was it. But I tell you, Ronan Monaghan took the ball and took the tackle. Took and the man. Cap- capsized um, the... Dwayne Sheedy at a time he Dwayne Sheedy came out the worst out of it so I think it is going to be a free uh, far, far tougher but I tell you it just shows how strong a little dynamo that Ronan Manahan is Pat uh, Ronan is hardly led now he's involved in fitness and, 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 pers- and personal training and our gym gym teaching as well so he's, he's solid enough and he's used, to, he's used to doing it himself as well as teaching it so uh, uh, we're able for it but uh, that was uh, the pass hung in the air for seeming like an eternity and just invited the tackle and uh, Ronan got, got the end of it but it's a free now for a tougher and uh, and right a, a, a free f- 55 metres out for Blaine Early, right out on the sideline, and a yellow card also for Dwayne Sheedy. So, early yellow card, early. He drives this one in, but in fairness, he doesn't turn in, it stays out to the left hand side, it goes right. The score remains Smith O'Brien's two points, Tubber one. We must once again thank our sponsors here today, Derek Credit Union, and our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction. And here comes Mac McInerney, goes short out to Keen Nolan. Nolan, not a man to miss around with it, drives the ball down to the corner, looking for O'Shea, but he, who's there? Only Mac Early. Mac Early gets out here, Street Stridge, and gets the ball into the middle, into the middle towards uh, Peppy Taff. Peppy, Peppy gets the ball out to Lock and O'Grady. Here comes O'Grady, trying to get away from me Michael O'Shea gets the ball into Monaghan Monaghan playing at midfield Monaghan strikes it off his right hand side but unfortunately the, the finish doesn't match the, uh, the set up play and the ball goes out to the left hand side and gone wide the score remained five minutes gone here in O'Garney Park it's two pints for Smith O'Brien it's one pint for Tubber McInerney drills a low ball down for Stritch Stritch and the ball is blocked down by O'Grady here comes uh, Lachlan Lock, O'Grady gets the ball he goes into Peppy Peppy is being challenged there by Michal O'Shea and the ball and here comes Killaloo and pass in and the ball comes in Evan Connolly Evan Connolly gets the ball into Tommy Redden Tommy Redden trying to get away from Ronan Monaghan Tommy shoots off his left hand side a great pressure from Monaghan and the ball goes out to the right hand side as uh, Ronan Taff looks out and he's gone wide and an injury picked up for Killaloo Pat yeah very even game Leo uh, there's, no, there's no side dominating uh, as such yet uh, some of the short passing is working and some of it isn't I think when, when uh, I think when Tubber go along they're probably that little bit more dangerous I think uh, but uh, at the moment, the injury is to... Is it... Um, I can see what it is at the moment. Yeah, it looks it's like uh, it looks it like is it um, Evan Connolly is the man Evan Connolly is the man that picked up an injury. Yeah, yeah Evan Connolly is, is the man. Number two on his back. It's no, it's Mark, sorry, it's Mark Holland. Sorry, it's Mark Holland and Ronan Teff with the puck out goes long, looking for Clive Early. Nolan comes out, goes out to block the ball, but the pass goes away. To Monaghan, Monaghan having an influence in this game in the early stages. Turns in, shoots on sight, but the ball is blocked down, and the ball breaks out back out to Monaghan. He's a lively as a bee. Gets the ball back out. Here comes McMahon, the county man. Your man you want in, and a lovely low ball in. Who is Nolan? Nolan and Clive but Clive Early has dispossessed Lo- uh, uh, Keane Nolan uh, Clive the small diminutive little man but I tell you, you don't, be, don't be fooled by that and Nolan Keane Nolan pulls him back and I tell you that's going to be an interesting battle uh, Pat Keane Nolan and Clive Early well because Keane would be just as happy probably marking a big man because Clive Early is absolutely like, 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 like Mercury he's just you know so hard to catch small low, low centre of gravity like his brother uh, Blaine both, both of them are very similar in build 
both as fast as lightning, both with great touch and striking. Uh, serving Topper for a long, long time. It's, it's an interesting battle, yeah. A kind of a, uh, two different, two different kinds of, of players. Uh, it will be fascinating to see how that develops. We know Kian Nolan was one of our the most impressive defenders in the Intermediate Championship last year, if not the most impressive. And a free from Blaine Early. And yes, yes we are back level picking here in O'Garney Park. He's two pints. Uh, Forest Meter Bryans and two pints or Tubber. And here comes Mark McInerney with the puck out. Kill playing with the aid of whatever breeze, slight breeze is in here in this first half. The ball goes over the top. Trust me, Michael Goff. Michael Goff, the county under 20 player. And a shot from Michael Goff. But there's a tail on that from Michael Goff when it goes out to the left-hand side and gone wide. And I suppose a lot of debate about the positioning of Michael Goff. You know, he's played a lot of his uh, inter-county career in the backs, playing in the forwards for Smith O'Brien's pet. Yeah, again, he just snapshot that. Maybe he had more time than he thought. Um, locking a great in, making a great run here, looking for the puck out. There's no doubt. He might get his no break the, no doubt and it the, does. No doubt the arrow from Ron and Tef. And as it comes up, it comes up to Lachlan O'Grady. That what is score. two of the best scores you'd see in one touch hurling from the puck out from Ron and Tef. But Lachlan are. Yeah, Larkin O'Grady had gone moments before that. He was calling for them. He was roaring That's for the ball. 50 meters, 60 and to 70 metres, yeah. Shane Lowry, like Ronan Teff. But Ronan Teff is like a, third, a, a seventh forward for Tubber, the way he can pick out people in the puck house, Leo. Short or long, it doesn't matter. Then three pints to Tubber, two pints to Smith O'Brien's. McInerney with the puck out. What will be the reply from Killaloo? He drops the ball, pucks it out. Out to McMahon comes out, but the ball breaks out to Eddie Burke. Eddie Burke gets it, but it's going to be picked up by Blaine Early. Blaine Early. He's been challenged out there by, uh, by Mark O'Hurron. And the ball comes out. He's O'Shea. Is it Mikey? Mikey O'Shea. And that's a shot from Mikey. And Gohar and that's not from Mikey. So the two O'Shea brothers have... have it's gone... Oh, no, it's gone, it's gone, to the, wide, gone wide. I thought you'd probably win for the flag. But it remains still three points uh, for Tubber. Two points for Smith O'Brien's. Where's Ronan Teff going to go? But he's arrow-like puck out on this occasion. Leo, what, what uh, Smith O'Brien needs to be doing is the ball winner like that needs to be have a runner to give that's not shooting under pressure. The last two shots have been under pressure from Smith O'Brien's when there was no... And there was no support available you know there should be a run up somewhere to give the ball to they're shooting under pressure and they put them wide and great play from the Streets brothers Cahill back to Mark and Mark drives the ball up to David O'Shea David O'Shea trying to bring on Mark Early puts the ball into the middle in towards Michael Goff Michael Goff Michael Goff has been challenged by Peppy it's Peppy again Michael Goff two of the young talents in the game the ball goes out over the uh -huh. line but a push in the back there by Peppy Teff on Michael Goff I think Peppy thought that the ball had gone out over the line the linesman there's a couple of lads up giving their advice there to um, Kevin Curry we'll see what Kevin but I think the, the push had come on the back uh, long long before that you know, even in the early stages uh, the sideline getting quite vibrant patch you know Absolutely. it is an important occasion it's tense all round it's a tight game hasn't set up into any pattern of play as of yet and Kevin Curry won't be um, Kevin Curry the linesman won't be phased by any that will use it and here is a, a free coming from Tommy Redden again three points uh, to two in favour of, of Tubber can um Tommy Redden level the pig in here is 10 minutes gone and Tommy and well, there's a tail of that when he never turned in for him he stays out to the left hand side and indeed there is um yeah the, the linesman waves his flag Tommy Redden gone down I didn't see did you see anything happen there Pat after going down I uh, just saw the Tupper uh, Tupper cornerback running by now did he glass oh, no it's like Lachlan O'Grady running by after Tommy hit the free but I don't think really struck out but there could have been a little clash where they rubbed off each other and maybe maybe Tommy went down maybe felt felt it more than O'Grady did O'Grady standing there as innocent as like as if as if nothing happened so it'd be interesting to see what the linesman is the linesman's call here yeah and indeed I suppose when a player goes down in that like that and there's a head and close proximity and the referee is going to 
Yeah, he's Kevin. He's Kevin. He's just telling the, the cornerback. To, I, I thought it was a. a, a oh, no, Lockham, really wasn't involved. So no, no, he was looking to innocent. Then it was the cornerback. Yeah, it was yeah. the cornerback. Uh, Lockham was protesting. Yeah, they were great. They were great to be able to protest their innocence. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. No fault about that. The puck out comes out to Mark Early. Mark Early, who had a tremendous championship for Tubber last year, and the ball goes down towards Aiden Ford. Ford is a strong man. Puts out that one hand and uh, tries to get away from from uh, Mark Stritch. Here comes Ford, making inroads in towards the inline. But Stritch is a, tiki, a sticky customer. Gets the ball back to. Blaine, Blaine early, Blaine with his diminutive little feet, the dancing feet of Blaine early. What's as pet? They're playing it very tight inside, but the ball is going to be picked out. Comes out to Monaghan, Monaghan, but the ball comes into Key Nolan, into Eddie Burke. Here comes Eddie Burke uh, for Kildu, taking the challenge out. Here comes Eddie Burke. He's gone 60, 70 metres, gets the ball out, out to Keith Stritch. Keith Stritch delivers this ball in, in towards John Cusick. Cusick is going to put the ball over the shoulder. A shot. Look, we've seen tremendous scores, and that is as good a score we've seen. Great team play. Started above in the corner by Keane Nolan. Finished up with, with, with uh, John Cusick. Uh, Aaron the quality of the ball into, into Cusick was superb from Switch there, Leo. Just placed in front of him perfectly. And here's that puck out coming from Ronan Taft, the long puck out. Looking for, he's at Mercury, but it's gone in, to, gone in for the wing forward. The wing forward is Aiden McNamara. Aiden McNamara gives the ball back to Mercury. Mercury is pulled. And you know, Mercury, he's kind of was supposed to be sitting as a sweeper pet, but just as the role of the sweeper, he's now above in a wing forward position. Uh, takes the free, uh, the free in for uh, uh, Tubber and a chance for Tubber to extend their lead. And you would I, I, imagine a player of Blaine Early's capability is to be knocking this one over. I think when Eamon Taft, uh, when, uh, when, when, when sorry, Ronan Teff has the ball and he's sent for a puck out I think all the 14 Oakley players think they're forwards because if they make a run he looks like he can find them or either they'll find them off a break or find them directly Teffs are so accurate so that's maybe why, why uh, Mark Kelly was gone forward there thinking he'd pick up the, 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 the puck out but either way it has worked out anyway in favour of Tupper free in for, for Tupper and Early let's see what he can do with this one 45 metres out on the left yeah Blaine Early the Tupper team captain for 2021 and indeed I tell you, yeah, he nails it. It's inside the post, just inside the post. Tubber go back into lead. Uh, four points to three, and a puck coming out from Mac McInerney. And yeah, I think Tony Gleason uh, questioned that decision. Great puck out, out to Donald O'Shea. Great puck out, out to Michael O'Shea. Michael O'Shea shoots off his left hand side. I tell you, the oh. scores are coming in plenty. That's a tremendous score coming from Michael O'Shea. A man who was promising off lot in yeah. his younger days, Pat. Maybe hasn't always delivered, but he's delivering well for, for Smith O'Brien's today. Remember watching him as a minor, Leo, and the power on, on, on his two legs. It looked like a fellow could burst through anything as a 17, 18 year old. Uh, maybe hasn't always produced that, re- reproduced that form, but, but he certainly got a super point there. Again, direct play. From, look at his great to see old fashioned holding at times uh, winning out as well and gives us a score directly for a puck out and here comes that ball blocked down by the fullback Keen Nolan comes out to Ronan Monaghan Monaghan is above in the corner for position over in front of the dugouts are in the dressing rooms there and the ball goes in towards Clive Early Clive keeps it in play he tries to get away from the challenge of Nolan that's a tremendous battle Eddie Burke comes back in but Clive Early recycles the play Early whatever about one Early you have to mark the two of them and the ball mm. goes in Mark McInerney is calling but the ball is blocked down and Nolan is back in I tell you that was a dangerous ball the ball comes out to Mark Early at centre-back. Uh, Mark Early, a tremendous feel of the ball. Uh, Larkin O'Grady is out. Lighting with intent. Larkin. No missing from Larkin O'Grady. And a shot from Larkin. Good, good. Uh, good tackling there by the Killaloo wing forward Keith Stritch and the ball goes out to the left hand side and gone by the score remains four points all I think Wayne King will be having a little word with Ronan Taff with the next puck out because he has seemed to gain yards and the Killaloo uh, mentors are making it quite, quite capable are making it well known to him here's Mac McInerney Mac staying within the square pucks that ball out comes out he's going looking for, for Michael O'Shea again O'Shea has it caught drops the ball down where Monaghan is there for Tubber Monaghan is busy as a bee but the ball goes out to John Fall 
Here's John Fall for Tubber. An unassuming character, a very direct player. Gets the ball down. Blocked down there by um, the Killaloo cornerback is Mark Stritch. The Stritch is playing well. Gets the ball out here. Out here to the wing forward. The wing forward is Cahal Droney. Here, Cahal Droney trying to get on the ball. And he's being chased out here. And here comes the ball, comes out to the other one of the stretches. The other, the other stretch is Keith Stritch. Keith Stritch. And he's been robbed by Droney. It's a tremendous battle. No quarter being asked or given. Dolan McMahon on the ball for Tupper. He's been held by Carlstritch. McMahon is a strong man. A shot for McMahon off his oh. left hand side. I tell you, that's a tremendous score from the stick of Dolan McMahon. Nothing easy here, Pat. If we stu- and there we are. We're going that to have the water break. Ball there. We're on the water break, Pat. Five points to four in favour of Tupper. But Leo, it's noticeable how much in the last year or two Dolan McMahon's strong. Striking has improved so much as to being involved with the player senior squad with Brian Lohan and all the other coaches, you know. Um, before he was known as a great man to feel the ball, it may burst through, but the striking might slightly let him down a little bit and go back in the past now, but certainly his striking got two smashing points uh, under a bit of pressure. But, uh, you know, the way the ball's been contested is very, very entertaining. It isn't all open the style hurling. Lots of good uh, tussles for the ball by five or six players involved. But I tell you, there's not a single player holding back. No, and I see it's very good to see Pat O'Connor, who's out there on the sideline with, uh, with Tubber, uh, making his presence felt and giving advice to the younger players. Pat, who has suffered a, a cruciate injury earlier on in the year, was a tremendous loss uh, to the Clare Hurlers also during missing their championship run and unfortunately missing the, uh, the Tubber run here in the championship as well. But look, at giving it, great to see him giving his adv- advice. At this moment, but again, it's all very, very tight. It's it's going to be probably this way for the whole, you know, for the whole of the game. But on independence of play, maybe Tupper deserving of their one point lead. And Tupper might be slightly happier with with kind of playing maybe somewhat into the breeze as well. We're not so sure how helpful the breeze is to anybody, even in the last game. But it slightly helps the team playing towards the Kilmurray, and we think and. Uh, yeah, they might be slightly happier, I suppose. You know, if, if, if it goes tight at the end, you certainly fancy Tubber for some reason. So that's maybe, maybe Killaloo or Smith Ryan's need to maybe build up a little bit of a lead by three or four points, maybe in the next quarter, with that bit of a breeze, maybe five or six points even, as, as we thought from the last game. But look, breezes don't win games. It's, it's all about attitude and all about how the teams uh, use it and, and use, the, use it to win against you as well in terms of uh, playing the ball around until you get into a, a striking position. So, um, yeah, look, it's, it's even, really, 5-4. Is exactly what it is in favour of Tubber, you know. But both sides, both sides have some got, got a couple of lovely scores in play. Both sides have a couple of silly whites as well under pressure. So uh, very, very even as we expected, and it's just what we wanted to see. Leo. And I suppose, Patrick, we're looking at the game and the run in for into this quarterfinal championship, and there's no doubt that Tubber came through a harder group with Killinina, Aina Kilnamona, and Six Malbridge. Uh, Smith O'Brien's really talented in the purpose that already won really difficult game yeah. which they got over against Tulla and Tulla are already in the semi-final you'd wonder are they you know battle hardened for, for this and maybe it would take them a while to get into the game that's a good question I mean they had two savagely easy games in their group I mean they won with cricket scores really so and again you know you want to be tested the Tulla, Tulla game certainly tested them and they came through that test with flying colours again both were true so you'd wonder how, tr- how true a test was it it, it was a you know they still beat Tulla and they had to do it on Whitegate I think in a, in a very 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 good game so um, Tubber certainly have been tested in all games and uh, maybe that'll stand to them. That could be a really difference. You know, when, when, when the tiredness sets in and the physical bits, you know, balls are harder won, will Tubber be more seasoned? And that puck out goes from McInerney, a short puck out out to Stritch. Stritch goes down on top of Declan, Declan Ryan and, 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 and the other O'Shea, David O'Shea, David O'Shea. Oh, a shot and does a tail in that one. Unfortunately, went out to the right hand side and gone wide. But a direct play from Kildu and I see Wayne King there during that water break. Headwards with both sets of officials. I think Kevin Corrie, the linesman, coming in and Ronan Teff coming well out from his square again. And I think, you know, 
you know, it is a big, he has a massive puck out anyway, but he's a big advantage. He's well out from his square on this occasion. Eight or nine and yards out, I'd say, yeah. yeah and they, they were given out about that in the early stages, but they had to keep quiet because Wayne had set down the marker. The ball comes out, out the wing, coming out for Cahill Droney. Tony releases that ball back. It's Killaloo. Who's out there? Is it Eddie Burke for Killaloo? We're going to, going, both teams gone to ground. He's going to throw in the ball. And it seems like any time it goes into a challenge, uh, Pat, or there's a few bodies in, he decides he's going to throw in the ball. Yeah, there's a good bit of that today, you know. Uh, so far, over in the dressing room this one, and there's an awful million players. I don't know how they, how they can, the GA, if there was something they could do to just get two players in a... In a in, a, in, in for a throw in it would be great because in hurling matches you often get there's two alright but you often put 14 or 10 or 12 more within seconds or milliseconds uh, you don't want to be using the foam like the referees in the soccer well, hopefully it doesn't go to that anyway so you know, but it's just one of those things it's bad for hurling I suppose but free in for trouble now when you, after at the result of all that, that melee over there yeah high swing there by one handed swing by David Goff I think is the <coughs> guilty party on this occasion he's very very tight and tense here in O'Garney Park and it looks like David Goff is it David Goff um, it looks like it and he's going to pick up um, a card from 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 the from the, from the referee and this again no, got away. no he got away with it he he just gave him a, a slight tick there but it was a, a rather high pull there and it's a, a chance for Daniely to extend Tubber's lead Tubber in the lead at the moment by five points uh, to four and here comes Daniely and I think Tony Gleeson is having another word with the with the linesman and I think. I'd say I think he's about to put I would imagine that it, when we're talking to people yeah. after it is about the positioning of Ronan Teff for his puck outs because he is coming in, and there's no doubt he is coming well inside and Blaine Early puts this one over the bar and extends Tupper's lead to make it six points to four and that's the first bit of daylight between both sides a Pokemon coming from Mark McInerney we say hello to all our listeners whenever they're tuned in here today on Scarab Bay Community Radio for our, our championship in intermediate championship the puck out goes out great catch there by Eddie Burke Eddie Burke drilling this ball in towards David who seems to be the go-to man O'Shea and Declan Ryan comes off the stick of Declan Ryan Declan Ryan a sticky customer Pat a lot of individual two quarterbacks for Tupper are sticky Joy Droney and Declan Ryan very very tight old style you know either out first or else you know stuck onto the heels of their opponents and uh, to make it very difficult for Cara forwards yeah and a line ball here for Killaloo is it Tommy Redden going taking this one it is Tommy Redden Tommy here right over cuts this ball the whole way across the field but who's gone back Oli Blaine early but he's beaten and shot by Eddie Burke and Eddie Burke overruns, overruns the ball and then Eddie Burke pulls back uh, Blaine early a bit over enthusiastic in his play and it seems that Tupper are the more measured uh, pet at this stage they're just that little bit more on top of it, as I said, a bit more comfortable on the ball I think uh, there's no kill player in the forward line getting a free shot at goal and that's the difference uh, no Tupper doesn't get too many free shots either defences are on top but it might be disappointed to leave they've only four points scored in almost 20 minutes of hurling and that's a bit of a disappointment considering the heavy bit of reason here comes the shower now as well to <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and here comes the bomb from, from Ronan Taff he's blocked out brilliantly by Keane Nolan out to Eddie Burke and Eddie is thrilling this ball. It seems that Cusick is the man, but or is O'Shea, but it's Mark Early. Mark Early getting the ball out to, to, to Joey. Or oh, Joey in a high pull there by Co- let go by uh, Wayne King on this way. I thought it was a high pull there by Cahill Stritch. Heavy challenge. Comes out to Mikey. Mikey a dangerous ball in for Ronan Taff. Ronan Taff decides to use the hurley in the wet conditions. A better, very bad, better option. Hits the ball out to Cahill Droney. Cahill Droney trying to get away from Michael O'Shea. Gets the ball out. He's going to be intercepted by Tommy Redden. Here comes Tommy Redden being chased by John Ford. We're about 70 metres out. Here comes Tommy. Tommy taking on. Tommy, all oh, great speed Serious from pace. Tommy Redden. Going to shoot off his left hand side. That's a tremendous score from the stick of Tommy. Redden and levels the scoring six points all. That's We've the score of the game, Leo. It's the score of the game. There's no doubt about it. And down top of him and he had to sorry, win the ball midfield. Yeah. It's six points to five. Six Apologies. Five, yeah. Six points yeah. to five. The scoreboard, I tell you, is being moved on here very, very generously. Use this one. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, we, we'll stick to the one. And it looks like he's a Joey Droney who had carried an injury into the game. I think he was entitled to a free there, Leo Joey Droney. He was. No, I don't think it was a high pull. It was just a, 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 a pull cross. Yeah, a pullback. Part of his chest high, maybe draws his neck. I'm very su- and Wayne King was within five yards, but I'm very surprised he didn't get the free there. Yeah, Wayne waved there, and I think or this he thought the adventure was coming, but Joey has pe- had, who has carried a leg injury into the game. There's no doubt about that. And look at he's walking around rather gingerly, but hopefully he'll be back uh, to take up a uh, full station. And he is and Ronan Taff with his poke out comes out now looking out out blocked down by Evan Connolly Evan Connolly but it comes to Monaghan Monaghan is all over the place being chased there now by by, uh, by Keith Stritch Keith Stritch and the ball comes off the stick off Keith Stritch Stritch a strong man he uh, goes off his holly out over the line but in these uh, slippery conditions you know the touch has to be everything and you're not getting any time on the ball to make any great great decision here line ball going to be taken by Larkin Larkin O'Grady uh, for Tubber here we're gone 21 minutes here in the first half O'Grady cuts it cuts it rather well goes it in towards the ground but he's going to be cut out by the cornerback the cornerback is Mark Stritch and the ball is cleared by Mark delivers it down but he comes back down to Larkin O'Grady O'Grady leaves it to Declan Ryan Ryan just doesn't stand in ceremony and drives that ball but finds the sanctuary of the sideline a good old fashioned claims but I tell you even at this stage Tupper playing much more direct yeah they're playing direct but again they have they have target men up there as we said before with Ford and Don McMahon and those and uh, you know the earliest can fight for ball as well they might get into the air for a bit by heaven once it comes down they, they'll, they, they'll fight like Tigers for it so um, I look at this there's really nothing in the game but the, the, the supply to the, the skill Lou Fowers is not as good as it was in the first few minutes Leo the supply ball into the draw is very very poor apart from that last point by John Cusick which seems a long time ago that play, point from play before Tommy Redden's great one uh, they're just not getting a good supply ball in that's because they're not winning they're not winning enough clean ball in midfield I think and uh, having time to heat it up to the forwards in, in a way that it Advantages the forwards really. Good line ball from Goff out there, out to the far corner. It's Tubber, it's Tubber who's showing all the. And here comes the man, Declan Wright, who gave away that line ball. Gets the ball into Cahill Droney. Here comes Droney. Troni trying to check on the challenge of Eddie Burke. Not an easy thing to do. Oh, and a, a kind of a high challenge there on, the, I think it was David Goff on that occasion. I think he came into, ran into more, is into eight and four more than anything. But the referee is going to have a board uh, with uh, the Tubber full forward on this occasion David Goff uh, went to ground quite quite you know a, a strong challenge so <coughs> and Wayne just a, just given having a quiet word given a very strict eye on proceedings we say hello to all our listeners Ireland in UK and in uh, Tel Aviv United down there in Israel uh, listeners down there and it's a free going to be taken by is it David Goff going to take in this one for Killaloo on the f- 45 metres as the, ro- the rain begins to beat down incessantly here in Ogarney Park going to make it very very greasy hits the ball out the far side of the feed looking for O'Shea O'Shea but it's Peppy Taff who goes down and Mark Gailey into arrest the slide and here comes Mark Gailey having a big influence on these early stages hand passes the ball out out to, to the always available Roland Monaghan Monaghan out to Larkin O'Grady here comes Larkin and Ronan, Ronan Monaghan is gone for the return pass but O'Grady has been in being held up and being challenged high there by Evan Evan Connolly I think rather as, as frees have gone, early, in, gone in this game a rather soft free and playing yeah. early making his way out under no uh, hurry whatsoever making his way out here to this free about 55 metres out from the from the Killaloo goals from Mac McInerney's goals about 10 metres in from the sideline here and Mark taking the time to get the towel to, to wipe the hurley and He's in, they're in the lead by six points to five and probably much they're a well-deserved one-point lead and Blaine, or Blaine who has seen this so many times before and 
Nothing going to nothing going to phase this man. We'll see what he does with in, with the wet ball in the in the heavier conditions as the kind of rain begins to ease off a small bit here. We had great dry conditions for the St Joseph's but eight game. We have mixed conditions here. Here comes Blaine Early. Where's this one? From Blaine Early. Is it inside the post? No, it, it tails out to the right-hand side and gone wide. So the score remains. It's Tubber at uh, six points. Uh, Smith O'Brien, five points. Pat Killen, Smith O'Brien's kind of playing second fiddle to Tubber at the moment. Yes, 24 and a half minutes gone, Leo. Having said that, Tubber with maybe more position should probably be a hit by more. And that's the other side of the coin. And maybe they're not so... It's a bit the riser hanging in there. And sometimes if you allow a team to hang in, you know, they will get a, a period when they will open up Tubber at some stage. So maybe Killen won't be too disappointed because, as I said... Tubber are playing the better hurling. The still only lead by a point. So, no, Killua are hanging in. and That can be a good time side of, side of a team as well. Yeah, and the ball, greasy condition. Both teams finding it hard. It comes out to Goff. Goff is a stylish wing back. Comes up from his corner back position. In a high ball in towards Ronan Teff. Ronan Teff, safe as houses. Gathers, gathers the ball out to Cahale, out to Mark Early. <coughs> Mark Early gets the ball out to the fullback. The fullback is James Howard. Howard releases the ball out to Lachlan O'Grady. The empty space. He delivers his ball across the field very, very fast for Clive Early. Clive tries to get away from the challenge of Eddie. Burke turns in off his left hand side. Great block down by Eddie Burke and Killaloo. Here come Killaloo, getting the ball out here, out the wing here, out to Keith Stretch. Stretch drives that ball. One had a quick delivery, going to be cut out by Early. Early has cut out a lot of ball. Sitting back there is a sweeper. Hand pass the ball out, out to the midfielder. The midfielder is, is Larkin O'Grady. O'Grady gives it to Cahal Droney. Droney gets this ball, releases it back out to John Fall. Over John hit. Fall, but the ball beats John Fall. In the, I thought the linesman had put up his flag. Yeah. Indeed, there is a push in the back on Tommy Redden, but I think he'll have a word with the line. I think that Aaron Hogg, the linesman, had uh, put up his flag, but it took it down quite quite quickly again. I see our man here with the towel is going in, but maybe it was another change of ball. He got, he already got pulled back uh, for a throw in, but uh, he was going chancing it again anyway. But it's a free for Tommy Redden about on, the, on his own 65 metre line. Uh, right over in front of the Tommy Mori stand, right out on the sideline. It's six pints for Tupper, it's five pints uh, for Smith O'Brien's. Stippy, greasy conditions going to make it difficult for the players now, Pat. They're very tough conditions, in fairness. And there will be there will be less lightning in the tackles, maybe getting yellow cars even unintentionally because you know you just can't control your feet. And that's a great And free, that's a great free from free. Tommy Redden. Yeah. And how many times has he kept Killaloo game. in the games with his unerring accuracy? We're back as we started. We're level pig and it's six pints all here in O'Garney Park. We're gone. Sorry. In the time, as Pesky was just saying, we've gone 26 and a half minutes. The puck out from Taft goes out, it's blocked down, and it comes out to, to out to Keith Street. Street having a big influence, gives the brawl out to the to the brother. Cahal stages himself a shot from Cahal Street, and that's a tremendous score uh, from the uh, from the Killalubis, made by the Street brothers. Uh, well won by Keith. Out to the out to Cahal. Cahal left Donald McMahon and left the sanctuary of the centre back position. Went up and drilled it over the bar. Smith O'Brien's into the lead, seven points to six. And how quick a game from James and the sun is shining here in O'Gar. Park and Ronan Taff well out from his goals to take this puck out again and I would imagine the Killaloo officials will be questioning that at half time the ball goes over the top out towards Keane Nolan Keane Nolan but he's going to be won by Aiden Ford and the ball goes off the seek of Aiden Ford out over the sideline the line ball and there's no doubt about it Pat in the last three or four minutes Killaloo have Ashmead O'Brien's have upped their intensity yeah, levels we were just saying they were hanging in there and suddenly they just you know came up and got two great points uh, Tommy Redden and uh, Stretch Stretch two Stretches combining for a, for a great finish so uh, it's, it's a close game as I said 
maybe Tober might be slightly disappointed that they're not maybe winning the game by three or four points because I think they've had the better of the play the defence has been on top much more so than maybe than Kilo's defence I think Tober come out with a very easy ball and will have to place them up to their forward line and go along for book outs as well but uh, maybe Tober might be that little bit disappointed in a sense but look at it it's, it's one of those games th- this is hopefully will get out to the wire even in the second half right? very very even so far between the two of them and here comes Mercury coming straight through the, t- the heart of the Kilo defence he passes the ball off and it's going to be great knock down there and it comes back out to Stritch and Stritch trying to deliver the ball the ball gets away from him Stritch is a strong man he wins the ball gets the ball back to O'Shea here comes Mikey O'Shea Mikey O'Shea being chased by Ronan Monaghan and John Fall Mikey O'Shea cutting in he has a chance to cut John Fall sticking to his coattails a short swing off Mikey O'Shea and that is a tremendous point from the stick of Mikey O'Shea and there's no doubt about it that Killaloo or Smith O'Brien's have up their intensity great play and O'Shea took on the, the Tobor defence got away from the challenge Ronan Monaghan John Fall stuck to the test but a short little delicate swing from the stick of Mikey O'Shea over the bar 8 points to 6 in favour of Smith O'Brien's and that long puck out from Ronan Tap is going to be picked up by Carl Stritch Carl Stritch leads it for Eddie Burke Eddie Burke with a pop pass out out to Dwayne Sheedy Dwayne Sheedy switches the play across looking for uh, the centre forward the centre forward is Michael Goff but Michael Goff is all over Peppy Taff on that, on that occasion and Smith O'Brien's will be hoping to get more out of Michael Goff here in the in this in this championship encounter free going to be taken by Peppy Taff Peppy Taff goes up along the far sideline looking out for Clive Early and Clive Early goes to ground the ball goes in behind him and who's out there Ali Keane Nolan Nolan the real leader for Smith O'Brien gets the ball up uh, towards uh, Michael, Michael Goff and the ball is out there he's there with Peppy Taff but John Fall comes back in gets the ball into the arms available Joey Droney Joey taken on the challenge gets, gets the ball gets the ball into the middle he's looking for uh, the number 12 the number 12 for Tupper is Aidan McNamara Aidan has been quite but gets the ball in and who's out there only Eddie Burke Eddie Burke releases the ball out the far side but he's back to John Fall John will not miss around with it delivers the ball back in but he's only going into the middle towards Cahill Stritch Cahill is going to be Ari Strain Chidi he's robbed by Donald McMahon Tupper will need a score from Donald McMahon and a shot from Donald McMahon but it goes out to the right hand side and God might the score remains Smith O'Brien's 8 points Tober 6 points we're coming into the closing stages here of this first half of a, be- a very entertaining intermediate championship quarter final to see who's going to join Rowan Tulla and St. Joseph's in the hat tomorrow evening for the semi-final draw it's a puck coming out from the Killaloo goalkeeper has been rather untroubled is Mark McInerney Mark drives this ball out towards the far side of the field looking for uh, David Mark Horan and David and Michael O'Shea the ball breaks down it comes to Stritch Keith Stritch a strong man is Keith Stritch gets the ball down towards Michael Goff Michael Goff is he going to take it off he's going to take it on Peppy Teff here comes Goff gets the ball pops the ball in to the full forward the full forward is John Cusick gets the ball out Killaloo work going for, going for broke here the ball comes out to David, or David O'Shea but the ball breaks out comes out Cusick comes back out Cusick going to turn off his right hand side this ball has gone in over the top who's going to dip? no one calls it but Ronan Teff calls that one and clears that ball out out for out to Cahill Droney Cahill Droney for Tubber trying to take on the challenge and there goes the halftime whistle here in O'Garney Park in Sixwell Bridge and it's Pat it's Sixwell Kiss Smith O'Brien's in the ascendancy at halftime finished the second half much stronger Smith O'Brien's 8 points Tubber 6 I think Smith O'Brien were very happy with the last five, 6 or 7 minutes there Leo scoring was at uh, 3 points uh, in a row there uh, and uh, I think they'd be the happier of the two now at this stage I'd say we'd have said just after 5 minutes after the water break we'd have said Tubber the happier of the two going well you know playing more direct hurling uh, comfortable at the back uh, and in charge you'd have said but uh, you know it's one of those games swings and roundabouts and uh, 
both both teams having their periods of dominance. But uh, Smith Ryan's got their shooting boots on, their shooting sights on there in the last few minutes. So we've got great points there. So eight points to six. Um, I don't know about the wind really. I think the showers are a bigger influence on the game than the wind really. So uh, look, if you look how Joseph's played against the wind, uh, Leo, a couple of hours ago, you know Joseph did their best hurling easily, outscored uh, massively, outscored. Uh, uh, Brodyck against the breeze, so I don't think the breeze is a big issue at all. You know, Tober might play better uh, uh, with the breeze. Smith O'Brien might play better against it. Uh, I think it's not an even breeze anyway, so it's a bit sideways. So look, all to play for. Yeah, and with that, we're going to take our leave at halftime from Ogani Park. And first of all, we're going to get a word with uh, Parik McMahon. Parik is, is good to join us here on Scarafe Community Radio. Parik is busy patrolling the games. Parik. Your, your thoughts on that first half? Yeah, a strong finish there from Smith O'Brien's three points in the trot to kind of turn at Tubber had been the more dominant of the two teams, I would have thought, um, at early proceedings. I think the two goalkeepers are having a big say on the game because when Tubber winning running taps puck outs, they're generally getting scores off them, whereas Smith O'Brien's, they're kind of pl- tending to play it a bit more short and I think they're doing very well, in particular when Eddie Burke and Mikey O'Shea on that side, when they're running with the ball, generally scores are tending to come off that. Um, and particularly there in midfield in the last few minutes Smith O'Brien's got on top and then the, the three scores on the track came um, Tober not gone yet I know a lot of people wrote him off particularly after the first round Pat was delighted to see Kilnane do the business but um, Tober but you, you're right Tober off at your peril yeah, Park, exactly, as you will know exactly and you know they, they haven't got to finals for nothing but I think one key standout for that game and it reminded me of the final last year um, when Scarif won Donald McMahon has been too quiet and in that final against Scarif, he was a bit anonymous, and Scarif were to only delight to see that, and they got you know won the game that day. So Donald needs to come into the game for Trevor to, to come out. And it's ironic uh, that one of the points of the day came from the Stritch brothers, and it was Cahill, the centre back, wasn't wasn't picked up by Donald, didn't follow him, and it was at uh, the, the wing forward here, Keith, just one two with his with his brother delivered it over the bar and the stretches all three are having a big influence here uh, Parik yeah top, um, Smith O'Brien's as I say those lads are going well Mikey O'Shea going very well and Tommy Redden as you say tends not to miss the freeze um, Keen Nolan not in it as much but he doesn't have to be either which is a good sign for them but um, as you say the stretch brothers John Cusick he missed that one but he got a great point early on the, in the first half but um, Tober Mark Early dropping back a small bit as a sweeper so I wonder will they change that and try to go a bit more attack minded in the second half and looking at Tober uh, Parik and it seems that McEarley and, and Ronan Monaghan seem to be their go-to players they seem to be their two best players here in the, in the early stages you know the battle between Clive Early and Nolan you know when it goes in there it's good to see Nolan he's probably coming out on top maybe slightly but as you said which is good for Killaloo Tupper are probably going to have to change their game a small bit uh, to take this uh, battle to to Smith O'Brien definitely as you say Ronan Monaghan one of their big players but kind of faded a small bit in those in that key sequence that could come back to bite him where Smith O'Brien's got those three scores on the trot and a big psychological shift in it but just watching from the sideline in the early on for Smith O'Brien's I'd be a small worry about their discipline they've given away less frees I think overall but it's kind of a historical thing with Smith O'Brien's I remember they played with Tones in the park a few years ago and they should have beat with Tones but it was discipline that caught them so that's one of the big things that would catch them if they're not going to prevail here would be discipline yeah, and I suppose Parik, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a term that has been thrown at Killaloo or Smith O'Brien's quite a, a bit, that Smith O'Brien's biggest opponents a lot of the time is Smith O'Brien's, yeah. you know, and if they can curb that, you know, they have Tony Gleeson back in charge this year, you know, they were very unlucky last year. They're well within, it's well within their capabilities that they could get through this and go all the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's wide open. I think this is the tightest game of the quarterfinals. I wasn't overly surprised I was in the minority. I wasn't overly surprised that Rouen beat Currafin. Tullet expected to beat Six Mile Bridge and Dor Bearfield expected to beat Padike. This is this is the game that's wide open, I think. Um, Smith O'Brien, as you say, if they do keep the heads, 
the, you know, having beaten Tulla and then to take the scalp of Tubber, that'd be massive for them. Parik, we made the point earlier on, I said at the Petty earlier on in the commentary, you know, the group that, that uh, Smith O'Brien's and Tulla were in, it was a really, you know, a, a very easy group. There was only one game and you'd wonder about what, whether they both put out their, with the full intention of winning the last day. You know, it didn't mean, mean anything to either, you know, to get through or even though uh, Smith O'Brien's won and, and, and drew, drew trouble, which is probably the short straw maybe. But, you know, you'd wonder about the preparation coming in and the fact that it took Tupper or Smith O'Brien's maybe 20 minutes really to get up to the speed of the game. That's, yeah, I think that's a great point. I think that's probably what's catching them and it's, it's now to get over the line you know, in those two big games to get Tulla Tubber on the bounce and come out of it, then they'll, that'll be excellent preparation, having maybe had two easier games than, than other teams in the group. But again, as you say, Tubber, you know, they need to use this period very wisely and kind of change a few things to get into it. Make sure Ronan Monaghan is in the game. Michael Goff seems to be winning that battle with Pepe Taff as well, so maybe that's something they need to consider. Maybe swap Mark Early and put Pepe Taff as the sweeper. Might be might be the move to make. Yeah, there's a lot of decisions maybe. Looking at other games over the weekend, Parik, as you said, you weren't surprised that Rouen got over the challenge of Corofin. I suppose St. Joseph's were always expected probably to get over the challenge of, of a young uh, but like side. Tola and Sixwell Bridge, I suppose Tuller would have been expected to get over. As you said, this is a hard one to call. If you were to nail your colours to the mast at this early stage for where Paddy Brown is going to rest, and I know there's a lot of, lot of, lot of stitches to be hit, yet where would you put it? Uh, the simple answer, I suppose, is <laughs> going to be resting somewhere in Clare. Exactly where <laughs> is, is wide open. I haven't seen enough of the Intermediate Championship. I know I spotted Mikey Gilfile, Shane Dowling. They're a lot of people's favourites for the Championship. I won't predict a winner, but I'll tell you, I don't think it'll be Dora Bearfield. So it's between, I think the winner, this might have a big say, and I'm very impressed with Rouen. Yeah, Tolle will have a big say as well. Yeah, I tell you, you're, you're really spreading your wings there, uh, Parik, and that. And with that, we're going to take our halftime break here from O'Garney Park. My thanks to Parik and Pat for their input in the first half. And on a scoreline of eight points to six, it's Smith O'Brien's who take the advantage into the second half. And you are very welcome back here to O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge for the second half of this fourth and final quarter-final of the Intermediate Championship here of 2021. And it's Smith O'Brien's in the ascendancy. They win. They went in at half-time with a two-point lead, eight points uh, to six. I suppose, I suppose on the bet, maybe on the balance of play, you'd expect it, it would have been closer. But it's Smith O'Brien's who came with that final sort, as Parik said, just before half-time there to put a bit of daylight between the teams. Yeah, I suppose two points though, and hurling bet really is nothing. I know conditions are a bit heavy now and tricky, so I suppose it's it, it's maybe a bigger margin than it would be on a really fine day. But look at there's going to be mistakes in this game though in the second half of your conditions are very skiddy you know another shower is going to make it even worse light might decline a bit the sun if it gets low could be an issue as well it's behind the cloud at the moment but a winter or a, a I suppose a late autumn sun you know gets very low around this time of the evening six o'clock nearly so there's a lot of things can can happen to, to, to allow a goal or two to win fairly easily now you've two good goalkeepers there as we know uh, so look at all to play for uh, the breeze. The flags are absolutely limp at the moment. Maybe it's too wet they are to fly, I'm not sure. So I think the wind is coming in gusts around shower times. Look at all to play for. I find it very hard to call this one. And uh, we know how seasoned and experienced Tubber are. They've dug out these wins before. Smith O'Brien's, you know, played, will, played well in the last 10 minutes there. So look at. Leo, this could go either way. There's no doubt and, and they're going to have to get a big impetus from both sides at the start here of the, the second half. You know, but I went in, in a great position against St. Joseph but just didn't drive on at the start of the second half. You know, right. Tupper, I see Donald McMahon gone back in centre forward again. They'll I see Brendan Foley trying to get an interview there for uh, for Scarif Bay, I'd say with the linesman just uh, you know, maybe don't never forgets his old duties to look after the radio station there. Or Br is he trying to influence him to tail bouts with the rhymes in some way? Brendan was never afraid to talk to the officials and all that about that. And the game, the second half is on here in Organi Park. 
Clark and the ball is with Evan Conley gives the ball back to Stritch Stritch who got a great point from play here the ball out towards John Fall this is one of the great battles John Fall and O'Shea O'Shea is a strong man as he proved comes out to the, the centre forward is Michael Goff Michael Goff Ronan Monaghan back in there and the ball comes to Eddie Brock he's, Eddie Brock is a man who was brilliant at midfield for Killaloo last year back in the half back in this year out to Conley Conley is a man that can play that drives his ball in and top towards David O'Shea but it's the ball breaks down to Tommy it's Tommy Redden Tommy Redden John Cusick on back on the, on the, on the, on the loop and to, John Cusick and that's exactly the start that Smith O'Brien's uh, needed uh, to put another bit of daylight between team three points it's ten points it's uh, nine points to six and Ronan Taff it was a quick puck out no missing there gets the ball down towards Aiden Ford Aiden Ford Dolan McMahon and Carl Stitch running for Stritch does well Stritch is a very underrated defender for Killaloo gets the ball out towards the sideline off the stick of Dre and Sheedy out over the sideline and it was I suppose a sign of the thing of the te- when the game was going the Tef was quick with quick that puck out uh, absolutely uh, uh, as quick as you like he had the ball up on the 21 hopping in front of Noel uh, McMahon but stretched it very well to come across and flick it across and I think it ended up uh, off the, as we said Dwayne Sheedy probably was the last touch line ball for Tower and a ball from Clive Early Clive Early goes across it comes across to Keith Stritch Keith Stritch for, for Smith O'Brien Stritch is working very very hard for Smith O'Brien at wing forward you know, and the ball comes out, comes out to, it's Cahill. These lads beginning to have a big influence at the end of the game. Cahill drives up towards Tommy Redden. Tommy is on a two-again one, but he goes in off the hand of Joey Droney in towards James Howard. Howard, the fullback, coming out, coming out towards his own 21. Gets the ball back out, out towards Peppy, Peppy Taff. Peppy releases the ball back out. Tober playing the charge out to Mark Early. Mark Early gets the ball out to, to, to Larkin O'Grady. O'Grady uh, gets the ball out to Cahill Droney. And, and, and Tober are now in the, uh, the Smith O'Brien's half hour, in the half hour line. Droney cutting through. This would be a great team score from Cahill Droney. I tell you, but it's gone out to the oh. right hand side and gone wide. And that's a score, a, a miss that can take the life out of a team. But Mark McInerney pucking the ball out quick for Smith O'Brien. And the ball goes out of the, off, out off the stick of, uh, from Mark McInerney. I know the Killaloo defender, Dwayne Sheedy, was trying to pick it up. You know, that's a miss that could really suck the life out of, of, of Tubber Pet. Yeah, but then Mac McInerney's puck out giving a bit of oxygen as they're back in play. It's gone in towards Clive Early. Clive Early and Nolan. Nolan does well. And it's going to be cut out here. Here's uh, Ray and Sheedy. Sheedy does very, very well. Sheedy did very well to win the free. Um, yeah, the, the, the Smith Ryan's defence is definitely on top at the moment. Uh, but Tubber had a brave move there, but it took so much effort to get four passes and make great, uh, make great progress up the field. Superb passing, superb field, it's a well carrying. And then uh, uh, Droney shoots it right from 30 metres out, nearly in front of the goal. Very, very disappointing. That was certainly a deflating uh, moment in the game for Tubber. Yeah, and, and uh, so I, there's a, a ball man outside there again uh, here. And where's Wayne King? Is he. I'm not too sure Wayne is after having a word with the uh, ball in the oh, towel. There's, there's, a towel a ball, anyway. there's a ball in the towel, but look, I tell you, he's he's holding that, that towel. towel the, he's holding that <laughs> towel very tight. I tell you, where, where it is with uh, whatever is inside now, but it's a free for David Goff, right in his own centre back position as Killaloo now attacking the goals at the road end. We'll see what David is doing. Wayne King having a word with Peppy and and Michal and Michael Goff there. So uh, a word of warning there for for board players. And here comes David David Goff. The score, it, it, I think, is it Pat Heron? He's going to warm, warm up there for Patrick Heron. Warm up. Goff drives this That's one up. down. This one is going to drop down and dig the square. No, no Killaloo uh, player in, in inside. And there's a blood replacement on. It looks like Pat Heron is going to be the man to make his way on there as a blood replacement. Here comes Ronan Taff. Where's he going to go with this one? Goes over towards the far side of the field. Looking for McMahon. McMahon is, has been quite by, but the ball is blocked down by Cahill Street. Cahill Street gives it to Eddie Burke. Eddie Burke, let's fly. Out to Keith Street and a push in the back Clear by Keith. Push. 
and Pat Keithstrich mightn't have scored much but he's working back the field and winning a lot of ball for Smith O'Brien's and that's typical Keith Keith is an absolute gives everything for the team in a game no spectacular stuff in terms of finishing at the end of loose passes he'll go back and he'll work and he's been doing that since he was a young lad and uh, all the stretches are playing very very well and as they do a bit difficult time for the stretchers family but look at fair play they're putting their, they're putting their whole effort in today to, uh, to, to brighten up things for their club anyway and, uh, and uh, fair play to them but uh, no the Keith Stritch uh, uh, he's 100% right uh, 100% guy yeah and it's a free for that man I suppose who else is going to take the freeze for Smith O'Brien's Oddie Tommy Redden Tommy inside his own 65 left handed gets it up Tommy hitting it in towards the road towards the school end here but in fairness is it from Tommy Redden and a shot unfortunately right. gone out to the left hand side and gone wide the score remains 9-6 9 points to 6 in favour of Smith O'Brien's and Ronan Teff with a quick puck out out towards Joey Droney Joey now going to be tackled by my, my Michal O'Shea Joey Droney coming out for, the, out for the ball gets the ball out to Teff Peppy delivers the ball quick looking for Aiden Ford Aiden Ford and the other stretch is, is Market Connorbeck and that's a poor delivery in towards Pepe in towards Aiden Ford from Pepe Pepe Teff Pepe a young player beginning to find his feet in intermediate hurling and a puck out coming for Mac McInerney and Mac taking his time and good to see a plane flying in over Shannon good to see the, 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 the air, air back air traffic back and so he had the puck out for McInerney and if, if Roland Teff can gain a yard or two so can Mac McInerney the ball comes into Mac Early Mac Early gets the ball tries to release it out towards uh, Blaine Early Blaine Early tries to get away from the challenge of Eddie Burke Eddie Burke playing well in the half back line and out comes David Goff David Goff gets the ball out but he's robbed there by Blaine Early and comes off the stick of Blaine Early and out over the side and play very fractured Pat uh, yeah conditions are totally to blame for that. that that was a nasty shower that came there and I think the remnants are still around but uh it certainly has affected the play. Uh, no blame to the players. A lot of tension in the stake, of course, and who wants to lose a quarter final? But um, they're all they're going into it wholeheartedly. But the ground is very skiddy. The ball is skidding off holidays as well, and uh, it's just hard to make past the stick. And it's this line ball going to be taken by Tommy Redden right over in the 65. Cuts it rather well. Gets it in towards Evan Connolly. Connolly goes down to ground. Tries to get the ball robbed by Ronan Teff, but he's Joey Droney. Joey, very busy player for Tubber. Gets the ball into Mark Early. Mark Early gets it out to Cahill. Cahill Droney. Here comes Cahill Droney for Tubber. A new young player. Uh, and that's a, a plane we've been told by one of the lad looking over is from Mallorca and the ball comes out to James Howard James Howard the full back gets the ball looking for uh, the corner forward is it Aiden Ford yes it is Ford the full forward a strong man is Ford trying to get the ball out for Blaine Early and the ball is coming towards Aiden, Ronan Monaghan Ronan Monaghan Eddie Burke Ronan Monaghan cutting in and there's a, play, a player gone through the middle but there's a dangerous ball he's Mac McInerney Mac McInerney come out advancing from the goals going to be challenged there by Clive Early McInerney here comes McInerney good use of a good goal keeping by McInerney and Cahill Stritch just delivers the ball it's old style hurling getting the ball up towards uh, uh, O'Shea or John Cusick John Cusick but our uh, ball goes back in it was Michael Goff the ball has gone into Ronan Teff and Smith O'Brien's will be hoping to get more out of Michael Goff here in this second half again the ball goes down to David Goff David Goff gets the ball down to Eddie Burke the ball breaks out Monaghan goes straight through the middle here comes Ronan Monaghan for Tubber he's gone through a shot from Ronan Monaghan a goal from Ronan Monaghan he went straight through the heart of the Killaloo defence and broke uh, that straight through gave Mark McInerney no chance Pet McNamara 169 points even Stephen once it broke to Ronan Monaghan 40 yards out it opened up like the Red Sea in front of him and he knew there was going to be no and in fairness to him he carried it in 
formed enough to make sure that that Farrell Fisher McMillan had no hope at all. He only stuck it from seven or eight yards out and actually stuck it in the in the Union stack as I say. One six to nine. We've some game now. But give credit to Brian Early and McMahon. They took runners away left and right and left the gap open for Monaghan and he finished with a plum. Back in the only with the puck out for Killaloo. Now we have a real game in our hands here in O'Garney Park. Dola McMahon now out around the middle of the field looking for the ball. The ball comes out to Evan Conley. Evan Conley first mid O'Brien gets the ball to John Cusick. But it's John Fall. That's strong man John Fall. Gets the ball down along the line towards James Howard. The ball goes out a challenge there uh, by on the number 20 number 20 is Jonah Culligan who has been introduced a heavy challenge there by Dwayne Cheedy a line ball coming here for Smith O'Brien's going to be taken by, by Eddie Burke and indeed Wayne King having a board with the line with the, with the topper pinch again I tell you it's tense and fraught here on here in O'Garney Park Eli Tanyan having a board the Galway men having a board with the referee the ball goes down towards Mikey O'Shea Mikey O'Shea for Smith O'Brien's gets a good ball looking for his, his brother across in the far corner the ball comes out to John, out to Mikey Goff Michael Goff gets away from Peppy Taff here comes Goff a shot from a shot. oh and it, goes, it comes off great save by Ronan Taff comes out to John Cusick John Cusick the full forward out here in the left corner forward position switches the play across looking for Stritch looking Stritch is a strong man he goes to ground wins the ball wins the ball here comes Stritch he's been pulled back great play by Stritch make massive leadership but what a save from Ronan Taff we, as Parik said in the halftime analysis the goalkeeper's having a big say Ronan Teff had a big say there Pat oh, brilliant save and uh, look it was a hard it was a, again a, a low one in and uh, they're the hardest ones to save but a good response to the goal from Ryan's in fairness won a couple of hard battles out here and, 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 and a great ball across from uh, Young Goff I think it was, was, it was, it was Goff wasn't it took it across so uh, they won a free he's given the free yeah the free has been given so it's a chance for uh, but Ryan's to sneak into the lead again. But again, once again, it was Stritch who showed the leadership, took on the oh challenge, yeah. took on the tackle of Absolutely. the two two top players. John Cusick comes out there looking for. Is, is he has he picked up a bit? You know, he's looking for a bit of advice from the the management team of uh, uh, under Tony Gleeson here. It's a chance for Smith O'Brien's to go back in the lead. It's one goal and six to nine points. A low scoring game, but such the conditions that he was never going to be any other way. Tommy Redden uh, nails this one, puts Smith O'Brien's back into lead. It's ten points for Smith O'Brien's one goal and six, and here comes the puck out for. Ron and Teff. Ron Teff. We're gone nine, nine, ten minutes gone here. Teff delivers a bomb straight down the middle of the field. McMahon puts up the hand, but he's blocked away by Keen Nolan. Nolan, the Killaloo captain, comes away out. Nolan out here, coming out to wing back position. Lovely flick pass from Nolan. Gets the ball up towards John Cusick, but he's playing early. Playing early, finding it out. Goes to ground, picks it up. He's been uh, trying to get through. Playing early. Could be accused of overcarrying, <laughs> indeed. He is accused of overcarrying. Was going to ground, trying to get his body over the ball. Wayne King not taking any any uh, advice from any of the players. And if John, John Cusick worked that very cleverly. Yeah, he didn't make, any, make mm. no attempt to, to put in a challenge. Cusick totally was on the ground. He couldn't pick it up because Blaine, Blaine, Blaine was over, but he totally and the ball. So he just stood over Blaine early. Blaine couldn't get up. And uh, Cusick saw the end ball on the ground, so the ref read it as 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 as, as early covering over the ball and not letting it be played. So. Uh Good rock by Cusick there. Horribly less John Cusick. Yeah, and again, uh, Tommy Redden and the, the, the tall man, he's a busy tall man, I tell you, here in O'Garney Park. And here comes Tommy Redden with a free 60 metres out from the tubber goals, uh, 5 metres in from the, 10 metres in, I suppose, from the, the sideline here, right in front of the tubber dugout. He'll get plenty of advice on the tubber boys on how to take this free. But Tommy has been nailing them well all day. Tommy drives this one. He nailed it from the minute he left his stick. There was only one test that was going to go on. That was over the black dot. It's now 11 points for Smith O'Brien's one goal and six for Tubber as <coughs> darkness begins to descend here in O'Garney Park and the puck out from Ronan Taff 
delivers it long he's route one for Tubber looking for Clive Ailey down in the corner Nolan puts up there or David Goff puts up he comes out to Aidan Ford Ford releases the ball out to Manahan. Manahan, whose goal gave oxygen to, to Tubber but unfortunately there's a shot on this occasion from Ronan it's gone to the right hand side as Ronan as Mac McEnany looks out and gone wide and the score remains 11 points to 1-6 Pat it looks like Tubber are going to do in this game it's Ronan Manahan is going to be dead, dead, dead spark well look at he, he, the goal certainly was a brilliant finish by him I thought he might be even more involved in the game though he is very involved in it, but he's a superb player and has, having a great season so you're right he's, he's one of the main contributors but the uh, you know the earliest could still do something in the game a half break inside and they'll be in like a flash if, 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 if the break comes but uh, at 12 minutes gone uh, two point lead uh, 11 points 2 on 6 first with O'Brien's and the long puck outs are either going to either save Tubber or they're going to be the they're losing but because they're not trying anything else only the bombs down on the 20 metre line from from uh, yeah, we, and, and we just had a free a wide ball from David O'Shea also a, a poor wide by David Sanders but a push in the back there uh, by David Goff on and on Clive Ailey over here right on the or he was Eddie Buck right over here in the corner so it gives t- uh, Tubber a chance not an easy chance by any stretch of the imagination for Blaine Ailey is right out here on the sideline on the 21 metre line and the sun is beginning is making a late burst to, to, to shine again here on this Sunday evening here in O'Garney in O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge it's 11 points for Smith O'Brien's it's one goal and six for Tubber this will be a tremendous free if Blaine Ailey could narrow this to the minimum for Tubber but he's, a, he's one of the a very very difficult free as we said right out into the sideline and uh, not getting any help as Mac McEnany takes up station outside the post in the Killaloo goals to give, it, give him a shooting angle and here comes Ailey a shot from Blaine Ailey but it's gone to the left hand side and gone wide the score remains 11 points for Smith O'Brien's Tubber one goal and six and a sharp puck out from uh, Merck gives it out to David Goff who's going to launch it no miss it from Goff drives this ball up drives this ball up up the field it's going to be cut out he comes out by Merck Early Merck Early playing very well uh, for for uh, and he's been pulled by over Karen. And I suppose, Pat, the breaks, they're beginning to go the way of Smith O'Brien's. Yeah, and uh, Hernan's going in there now for David O'Shea up in the full forward line. And also, I think, coming in for Francis McCormick, who will be coming in for Tubber, I think, uh, very shortly. So, yeah, the breaks are going to kill, kill Lou just. Uh, Smith O'Brien's now certainly are going to have the better of the play, and it was more the better of the breaks. Uh, we're, not at the, we're not at the water break yet, we know there's uh, 13 or no, 14 no. minutes gone. No, we're not nearly there yet. But um, the sun is an issue as well, Leo. I'd say it's very hard for defenders at the Kilmurray side now to, to see that. Or, uh, sorry, yeah, at the Kilmurray side. So that could be an issue as well. However, um, Tubber is still dangerous, Leo. I, I just have this feeling Tubber are going to get one more opening inside there with yeah. those long puck outs particularly. Yeah, indeed. It's a blinding sun. There's no doubt about that. And it's 11 points to 1-6. The game is really on a knife edge. And Tommy Redden's get, is getting another chance from a free here. 45 metres out. And Tommy is going to be as always central to whatever Killaloo do in these games in this game and see what their outcome will be. Tommy Redden. 10 metres in 20 metres in from the Tommy sideline on the Tommy Morris stand can he deliver this one and put Smith O'Brien into a three point lead and Ronan Taft just looks up and waves put waves the hurley it is over the bar 12 points for Smith O'Brien one goal and six uh, for Tupper and I suppose you look at the Tupper attack Pat and six points take the goal out of it six points is a poor total a poor, uh, we were saying that to lose four points total in the first 20 minutes is poor likewise Tupper's now in, in the in the last 20 minutes of extra play very very poor scoring record indeed apart from the goal as you said um, 
Smith O'Brien's just uh, look that little bit sharper at the moment, maybe that little bit hungrier as well, and maybe Tubber haven't maybe got enough ideas on the bench, maybe you know to change to change things around. We'll see what Francis McCormick can do. Over carrying though, called against I thought he'd played it in the hurley, but mm. Wayne King was closer to the me. But you know, he's having a tremendous battle with McMahon and in fairness to Stritch coming out well on top on that battle. And I suppose as Parik said it in, in the analysis at halftime, Tubber will need a lot more out of Donald McMahon. He's been conspicuous by his absence here in the second half but you know as well as there's plenty of time uh, time to go yet and it's a free far playing early which we should bring this back to the back to the minimum again it's 11 it's uh, back to a two point game it's 12 points to one goal and six and here comes Blaine early 30 metres 40 metres out from the Smith O'Brien's goal hitting into the Kilmore and Blaine uh, Nantley puts that one over the bar 12 points to one goal and seven and as we are called the water break Bart and I don't know, uh, your thoughts at this stage pass with one quarter left to go well, I suppose you'd have to say Smith O'Brien's looked slightly more likely at the moment. However, with the, with that breeze, Ronan Taff is getting enormous distance in the puck out. And while the, the, the while the backs for Smith O'Brien's are coping coping comfortably enough with it, uh, you wouldn't will Dolan McMahon catch a high one. You wouldn't will something break in front of Blaine or Clive Early. You wouldn't will Ronan Man and get another run in. You know, you'll wonder. You know. Can, can they, Aidan McNamara, some, some big lad there, you know, catch a ball and just give a hand pass? Because they're, they'll be close to the goal several times more in this game because whether whether uh, Topper, whether Smith the Bryans have wides or points or scores, you know, um, Ronan Taff is just going to get him up there into the side of the Another play, the first one's Mallorca. Flight radar needs to be checked again, Jim. See how that one's from. Yeah, Malaga, off from Malaga. Malaga, Malaga La Liga, coming from a game, a La Liga game over there in Malaga. There's no doubt about, about that. But uh, <laughs> look, it's Killaloo and they seem quite buoyant on the line. But uh, it's a dangerous lead, you know, two point lead. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, mm. it's the lead. You know, obviously you want that lead, but it's a very dangerous lead. And, you know, Killaloo will be hoping to press on their advantage here and, and, and stick it out to maybe get into four or five point lead where they'll have a bit of comfort because you'll never have comfort when you have the Tupper jerseys around and you could everyone knows the Tupper will go there's no doubt what they will do they will go to the very very end and then you know if they're if they're within touching distance and then they will ask questions as Smith O'Brien's and you know Smith O'Brien's have been maybe found out sometimes in the past coming down the close and stretch so there's a lot of questions to be asked on both sides Pat a lot a lot of questions to be asked and again the sun now is, as, as, as without repeating is a serious issue it's very very low in the sky in fact I don't know how you're, how you're so accurate in the commentary really, as you go up to the school end you're picking out players there accurately each time I can't see what's happening at all, but you have it. You have it right, 99%, 99.9% of the time. And again, you must realise in the players striking up there as well. We find it very hard, but uh, players are coping well with it. Not quite as well as yourself, but uh, look at it. It's it's all to play for. Tubber, I still feel Tubber. There's a go- going to be a goal chance break for Tubber with so much ball hopping inside the 20 metre line there from Pokouts. And no matter how many people spit the brains of back, there's about to be one half chance for Tubber to, to, to goal again. And I, I could kind of see that happening. However, Smith the Bryans are playing within themselves, maybe playing better than they were in the first half with that breeze. Joseph's played better into the school end. Smith the Bryans are doing the same thing. So, very, very hard to call. Uh, look at it's, I wouldn't be surprised if there's extra time needed here. I was going to say, Derek Jarman called it extra time here before the game. Tw- Kildo were here twice last year in the quarter final and semi final, and both went, to, both went to extra time. So, if Francis McCormack yeah. is coming he's on, on yeah. he's coming on uh, the topper team. So, is it Cahal Droney? Is the man that has been replaced? It looks like Cahal. No, Cahal is out around the middle of the field. So, we'll, we'll check who, who, who's gone off for topper. And it's going to game. It's going to be restarted uh, with a puck out from Mac McInerney. He goes short out here towards Mac Street. Mac Street launches that one. Not the best thing to do but Keen Nolan was alive and oh. McMahon and as on small things that games can change McMahon has gone through but Stritch comes back a shot from 
McMahon in McMahon is safe hands inside the goal doesn't mess around with this one gets the ball out towards the midfield out towards Marco Holland Marco Holland but the ball breaks to John Fall John Fall an uncompromised gets the ball out to Ronan here comes Ronan Ronan is being chased by Marco Holland here comes Ronan Tap gets away from Dwayne Sheedy a shot from Ronan Manhead but there's no forward inside around he had to take the shot and it Drifts out to the right inside and gone wide, but um, Max Stritch played very well at cornerback, but dicing, dicing, dicing dangerously there. there. He was indeed. Dolan McMahon nearly robbed Key and Nolan as well, but Nolan recovered well to keep the pressure on him. And uh, uh, look at Leo, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very exciting moment left in this set at both ends, but maybe particularly at the. At the at uh, Smith Ryan's defence end because there'll be a lot of ball going in there. Tor will go along now and get that ball in fairly fast. They need, to, they know they need scores. Yeah, and the ball and they have Donald McMahon now positioned in, on the edge of the square, and the ball breaks into Clive. It's Clive early, and he's pulled back there by Eddie Burke. So look at it's a chance for Tubber. As we said, they will not go away. It's twelve points to one goal and and, and seven here at the moment. Uh, it is broadcast project associated with their credit union and our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction. And I tell you, this hover, the Tupper sideline, the Tupper dugout is a busy dugout. That's going left and right there. And I see Brendan Foley is down on the on the programme as a holiday carrier. The one thing I haven't seen him doing all day is he has no holiday. But anyway, it's a, a free, a 45 metre free here for uh, Blaine Early. Just to bring it to, the, bring it to the minimum. And indeed, it is at the minimum. And we, Pat, it's, I tell you, we have a real championship encounter on our hands here. A real championship encounter, and as I said, it, you know, at the, at the risk of repeating myself, Tober will have more ball in the attack because anything that goes in there near Taff, he has the distance to hit it, you know, 120 30 metres with that breeze, and that might just make it difficult for Tober or for Smith O'Brien to get enough ball up in the forwards. But uh, in fairness now to uh, Michal O'Shea, he's done in there. Yeah, Michal O'Shea's hitting a good ball in towards Tommy Redden. Tommy Redden has to get, but it is Droney. I tell you, Droney has been very good at good cornerback. cornerback. Very good for mm. cornerback for, 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 for Tubber. But the ball is up there. Who's going to win it? It's Tommy Redden. Has he the ball in his hand? The ball comes out to Stritch. It's Keith Stritch. Keith Stritch. He's blocked down. He goes back out. Turn. He's going to shoot off his left hand side. A shot from good Keith score. Stritch. That's what a tremendous score. score from, I think, who has been Smith O'Brien's best player on the field here in all through. He's been up and down that field working like a Trojan up and down the field turns off his left turns on his left hand side I see we have a scoreline being sent to us Pool City I don't know what that would be to the foreign game anyway I wouldn't have any interest in me those two teams and, uh, the number and two was after Pool I see anyway, only one after City no, no, that, that'll do me Leo he's at a water polo event somewhere <laughs> but it's a, a, a puck about coming out from Ronan Taft but just two top players in their own back line down injured I see the, is it the full back no the full back is, is, is doing physio over there I'd say Joey Droney and Joey has been really in the wars that, another great side show there uh, Goff, uh, Goff and, and, and Joey and Monaghan are, are just uh, tangling with each other there when one runs the other goes with him and there's a few co- contacts being made it's really good to watch two lads just absolutely giving everything trying to find space but you know keeping calm not nothing went towards they probably heard about the pool and CC 2-1 <laughs> as well but anyway it's a uh, we're waiting to see Joey Droney is he going to come back it was Declan Ryan who was the man who was receiving attention also it's 13 points uh, for Smith O'Brien it's one goal and eight uh, for the men from Tubber and the game is going to restart win Joey Droney is fit uh, to restart Wayne King given uh, Joey plenty of time as I said he's been well well in the wars here in O'Garney Park and in fairness to O'Garney Park the pitch holding up very very well to two games here on, on a rather wet day uh, here in, in Six Mile Bridge and Joey is rather gingerly picking himself up but will take more than that to knock the, the spirit of a Joey drawing in to knock the spirit of Tupper here in this uh, quarter final 
and it looks like he's at number seven is John Ford is he going off no John is it John Ford no he's okay he's coming back yeah. on the field of play and the ball is restarted and the ball out to Lachlan O'Grady and he launches this one down McMahon is lighting it in tent on the edge of the square Nolan goes up and uses all his experience Nolan 65, and he's gone huh? off the stick of me I didn't see the touch myself but the eagle eye umpire is down there there's no doubt about that and it's a chance for uh, Blaine Early to narrow the deficit again and the holy man the, the towel man is gone in now from Tubber so it was whatever one team can do the other can the other team can do uh, so it is a chance and I see Wayne King is coming out I think Wayne is, is rather um, I'm not too sure he's looking at the towel the man says there's no ball inside it he I tell you, he's suspicious of those. He's suspicious of those Tolman, um, uh, Pat, But it's a free mm. for 65 for Blaine Early once again to bring the score line to the minimum. It's 13 points to one goal and eight. As Blaine Early going to strike this 65. This is a dangerous one. This is a lower ball, but it's gone. Go hard and dress now. We are back to the minimum again. It's 13 points for Smith O'Brien's. It's one goal and nine for Tubber and Matt McInerney in no particular hurry on this occasion to take the puck out. Now he comes, goes hitting towards the far side of the field, out towards uh, out towards Keith Street. Street puts up the hand doesn't come down with it on this occasion the ball breaks down to Connolly Connolly Evan Connolly who can play in many a many position Evan Connolly shoots shoots inside but he goes out uh, to the left hand side and my 21 minutes gone here in the second half and Taff Rose drives down the bomb looking for Clive Ailey and there's a push on the back on Clive Ailey by it looks like is it Keane Nolan Derek Dahmer is looking for extra time here uh, the lights will have to be soon turned on here in O'Garney Park and I see Blaine Early. Is this going to level? I think there has been a couple of fuckle in the clues of Wayne King uh, from the kill room in. He brings this, the, the play, the free right in to just out, out, outside the, the right hand post here in O'Garney Park at, at the Kilmore end. And Blaine Early. This is a chance to make it level pegging. It's 13 points to one goal and nine. Is this going to be even Stephen here in O'Garney Park following this Blaine Early free? You would expect so. And indeed, it does no different from Blaine Early. Whatever Tommy Redden can do on one side, Blaine Early, who's been doing it for many years at the other side, will level pegging. And indeed, there's a, a Joey Throney. He's gone back down, injured again here at the, the school in here. So I think Tubber are going to have to make a change. I think this is the third or fourth time that Joey has been down. He has been well in the wars. He was, uh, you know, he was carry he carried definitely carried an injury. Oh, he had an injury he, coming into the game. He had an injury yeah, coming yeah, into yeah, the yeah. game, and indeed, look, uh, he knows he's he's if them waving that they have to make a substitution. He knows that he's his race is run. Oh, no, he's he's I tell you he's he's tough. tough. He's going again. I tell you the spirit of Tupper is alive and well. And the puck out from Mac McInerney. Killaloo could do with a score, but the ball is out with Jonah Culligan. Jonah Culligan, but it's David Goff out to Eddie Burke. Eddie Burke, but it comes to Stritch. Stritch is the strong man. He's, he's Mark Stritch gets the ball back and a, wins a, free. And a free. He wins the free. I tell you, he's the man of the match. Leo. Yeah, he's the man of the match, Pat. But he's a real leader there. A Keith Stritch at wing forward. You know, may not he's got one score on the game, but I tell you the amount of frees and hard work he's done up and down. And he's patrolling up and down there in front of the Tommy Mori Memorial Stand. And he is the go-to man for the puck outs for McInerney. Tension at a height, at a high expectation here on Organi Park on the sideline. A sub coming on for Killaloo. It looks like he's a Mihal Ryan. He's going to be introduced. Mihal, who couldn't start? Who couldn't start at first meter Brian's due to injury. Also a sub coming on. It looks like Cahill Murray and Murray, who was full forward on the intermediate team last year. Is he about to be introduced? Tommy Redden drills this one. But Tommy and he's batted away by Ronan Taff. Ronan Taff. But the ball is going to break out. Who is it? Pay Heron. Pay gets the ball, release it out to Tommy. Tommy, there's a chance for Tommy Redden, and he's going to be hooked by Peppy Taff. 
and the ball is out. It's Larkin O'Grady who is going to win it for Killaloo. Is it Peter Heron trying to win the ball for first meter Bryant? It comes out to Tommy Redden. Tommy Redden goes to ground. Tommy trying to release the ball. Gets the ball out. Who's going to come out with this one? This is, could be a game changing moment. The ball has gone down into the corner and it is Jonah Culligan. Jonah Culligan, the jewel star for uh, Tubber. Gets the ball out, but it comes into Conley. Conley releases the ball out to Tommy Redden. Tommy who was blocked down, hooked the last time. Turns off his left hand side. A shot from Tommy Redden. Oh, that's a tremendous score from the stick of Tommy Redden. And I tell you, Perseverance conquers as Cahill Murray about to be introduced for, for yep. Tubber and who's going to be replaced on the Tubber team. It's 13, it's 14 points uh, for Smith O'Brien's one goal and 10 uh, for Tubber. And this go- this here, with there's an injury gone down there. Who's gone down? Is it Tommy Redden? He's gone, he's gone down. Uh, for Smith O'Brien's, they're going into the into check. Is he whereabouts? Just 24 minutes gone here in the second half. Evan Connolly going off for Smith O'Brien and he has been replaced by Mihal Ryan. Mihal Ryan, who as a player had been a tremendous player for Killaloo. Unfortunately, uh, injury has, has blighted his career, but Killaloo will be hoping for a big finish from the stick of Mihal Ryan here uh, to try and get them over the line. And who's gone? There's another injury down above for Tubber. And this time it's not Joey Droney. He's gone down, but Joey is limping and not the best coming across to his cornerback position. It doesn't. Is it James? No, James Howard is no, out Howard there. Is James Howard is out there in his position. Is it Declan Ryan? Declan who went down. It is Declan Ryan who's gone down. And this Tubber full back line are really in the wars. It is a physical battle. There's no doubt about that. And you could. It's gone right down as, as everyone predicted. It was the hardest one of all four to call. It's gone down right to the wire at the moment. It's Smith O'Brien in their red and gold jerseys by one, one by 14 uh, to Tubber in their black and amber one goal and 10 and Ronan delivers this one short look and he's going to be cut out by Eddie Burke but he comes out and Eddie Burke picks up the ball Francis McCormack they had go past him here comes Eddie Burke Eddie Burke going up along the wing in front of Tommy that's a great play but McCormack doesn't give up Burke does well is he going to release the ball he's trying to get the ball into David Goff David Goff David Goff trying to take the challenge goes to ground and the ball is won by Larkin O'Grady out there there's a muscle out there about 40 metres out from the but the ball comes to Pat O'Hearn Pat went, went back and the ball comes out to Keith Stritch, to Keith Stritch. Keith goes to the ground there's a body down on the ground the body's going all over the place there's a sub on there is it Fergal O'Grady I'm not sure is yeah, Fergal O'Grady is coming, yeah, on, coming on, on for Tubber and I would imagine for is it Declan Joy Ryan? or Declan one or the other oh actually it's a, it's a Joy Droney, it's a Joy, uh, Joy is yeah. rather gingerly making his way behind the goals look at it's going to be a real exciting finish 26 minutes gone here in the second half is it is it Dwayne Cheedy? He's gone down injured there for Killaloo. Not to show. Is it Eddie Burke? I tell you, the challenges are hard and fierce. I mean, it's Eddie Burke picking himself up rather gingerly. I tell you, both teams, but the bodies will be sore in the morning. But they're going to be sore for one team. Whoever's going to be left in the in the championship, whoever's out, will be very very sore. So, so tired bodies, tired minds. They don't um, need extra time, Leo. That's no, neither team. We're looking mm. for extra time. We're hoping to win it. And it's that man stretch again. Stretch goes oh, ground. But somehow he gets the ball in over it, in over his head towards me. Hall Ryan, me Hall Ryan. But it's James Howard the fullback James Howard goes to ground with the head assistant of Mihal Ryan but he gets the ball out to Lock and O'Grady and O'Grady measures the ball across here to Mark Early how did Mark get to space Mark war winds up and this is a dangerous ball going in towards Mark McInerney a shot but it goes out to the right hand side and Mark had that wave wide before it made its way in there at all 14 points to 1 goal and 10 27 minutes gone in an enthralling intermediate championship quarter final Wayne King says 6 minutes now Wayne King said 6 minutes in the park a few weeks ago between Scarif and 6 mile bridge was that 6 minutes left or 6 minutes <laughs> extra time so we'll, we'll, wait, we'll, wait, we'll wait and see 
Is that three minutes plus the three, or is it three plus the six? We'll await with interest. I would imagine it's three plus the three because we haven't, we've had stoppages. The ball has gone down towards David Goff. David Goff, good challenge on Blaine Early. But it comes to Jonah. Jonah Culligan, but Jonah has gone out after going out over the sideline. A line ball for Killaloo. It's tension at its absolute highest here in O'Galney Park. Killaloo in the lead by the minimum. There's a couple of Killaloo, let's hug him on the other sideline, I don't know, is that more out looking for something to happen here? It's a line ball, going to be taken by, by Eddie Burke, Eddie Burke cuts it, cuts it long along the ground, and the ball comes in, Stretch gets the ball, but it's going to come to McMahon, McMahon now back out of centre forward, Tubber will need a big finish from Dolan McMahon, who's going to get the ball, Carl Stretch in there, but the ball comes out to Monaghan, the one player that you would expect could reignite, the ball comes to Pepe. Pepe delivers the ball in towards Early. Early gets out, but the ball comes to McMahon. And McMahon oh. drops the ball and picks up his Cahalstrich. Cahalstrich. And great play by Cahalstrich. Gets the ball out. Out here. Comes out to O'Shea. O'Shea lets the ball go past him. And the ball breaks in and cuts inside to Michal. It's Michal Ryan. Can he be the substitute the, the hero? But the ball breaks out to Tommy Redden. Tommy was nearly tight to free on that occasion. But James Howard, it won't be easy to get any decision here. It's Lark, it's, it's O'Grady. Larkin gets it out to Mark. Mark Early delivers the ball down. Who's going to get it? It's Nolan showing the leadership. He goes to ground. But the ball comes to Jonah Culligan. It comes to Blaine. Blaine going to turn on his right hand side. He switches the ball across to the deadly duo. It's Clive. But a tremendous block down there by who's got by the is it David Goff who went to ground. It comes to Michael Goff. But Michael Goff shoots and the chance goes a big and it's 14 points to 110. It was a tremendous challenge. It was even at the wing back, it was the full back that got the it was Eddie Burke who got that flick in. The ball comes out. Burke gets it out. Out to Michael Goff who's now back into defence. And Goff just delivers it. Out towards Ryan. James Howard looks to me. Ryan has it in his hand. Can he put two points between the teams? And the ball in Michal Ryan. What an inspired substitution for Michal Ryan. It's 15 points to one goal and 10. The puck out comes to McGrady. This is dangerous. It's going all the way down. But it's going to find the sanctuary of the, of the inline. Out over the inline. Tupper seemed to be panicking, Pat. That Leo, long it's ball. a battle, though. Michal Ryan's score there was out of this world because, you know, he had his rubbery shoulder, he's just in cold. All the players are well warmed in. The tension is amazing. You're not even getting the chance to, to take a break yourself because it's up and down the field. Fantastic entertainment. Mistakes being made on both sides, but you'd expect that. Both sides very tired, plenty of injuries, uh, conditions not perfect, wind there as well, and it's getting dark. But combined all those things, the entertainment is outstanding. It really is. And... Uh, there's still, there's still enough time left. We've just got into 31 minutes now, but there's still probably two minutes left, if not three. And indeed, we have to give credit to, in fact, it was Dwayne Cheedy who made that match-saving intervention to block that ball away from Clive Ailey, which resulted in the ball breaking yeah. up the field from Michal Ryan. Great, it, great looks like, it looks like he's a Jason Monaghan. He's warming up to come on for Smith O'Brien's. Tobar trying to get one more... To, uh, one more attempt out of their out of their troops. It's four, 15 points to one goal and 10. That's a two points differential. A dangerous lead to have a, a dangerous lead, but a great lead. <coughs> Mac McInerney with the puck out coming for Smith O'Brien's. Jason, is he going to come on? McInerney, that's his best puck out today. Goes out towards John Fall. John Fall. But O'Shea gets a, ma- a great catch. Michal O'Shea releases the ball to Goff. Goff haven't scored as of yet. And a shot from Michael Goff. He's put a couple of chances. Indeed, that one has gone over the bear. And that could be the one. That could be the insurance one to put Kilo. Yeah, yeah. Ronan Taft pokes it long. 
need Mac, they need a McMahon special but it's Nolan a ah, great player from Nolan but it's going to come out to Blaine Early it's on the Killaloo 40 metre line Nolan the captain comes out what a leader this man is and he wins the free and I think that could be game set and match to Smith O'Brien's a great play by one of the inspiration leaders Keen Nolan Ah, look at Keane Nolan is, 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 is a super we talked about him last year Leo uh, he was on the clear squad there I think he made a brief appearance in a league game but Jason Monaghan has made his way now so there is more time but uh, Keane Nolan is one of the real leaders Keane Nolan the stretches uh, uh, are digging in there but Leo it's, it's, it's still you know is it a green flag for Tober? If we got another two minutes, you'd never know what would happen. It's all down. It's all down to Wayne now. Yeah, and and Kilo in no particular hurry, and they have brought Tommy Redden. Tommy is inquiring to the referee as how much time is left. It's sixteen points for Smith O'Brien. It's one goal and ten for Tober, and and indeed. It, it looks like is it the full forward John Cusick is going off for Jason yeah. Monaghan and Tommy Redden at 50 metres from his own goals will he go and hit this one dead is he going to go for it he looks like it he here he has been striking him well he's striking him very well is this one is that the insurance that is the insurance point that's, that's Smith O'Brien's into the semi-final of the intermediate championship it's 17 points to 110 that's going to be a four that's a four points differential Ronan Monaghan now up in the corner the ball comes to Blaine Early Blaine Early no tubber forward in near the goals and the ball comes out it's Blaine Early and single handy trying to bring the attack a and a pull, pull back there by Eddie Burke this, but there I'm not too sure what way is the clock is that there's a two score differential we're gone well into 30, we're gone well into at a time minutes, and it looks like he's Blaine going to knock this over the bear try and knock it over the bear and see what results from the resultant puck out that, that score Indeed, it's Blaine. Yeah, he's going to try and knock it over the bear. Indeed, that's gone now to the right-hand side and gone wide. And that look could be the final nail in the coffin of Tubber for 2021. Is the Smith O'Briens are marching into the semi-final of the championship to join Rouen, <coughs> Tulla and St. Joseph's. Four strong teams going to be in the semi-final of the immediate championship. Mark McInerney, he goes short on this occasion out to Mark Stritch. Stritch and Stritch launches it. That's a mighty puck from Stritch. It's, the Stritches have been... Very intimate. Ryan, a great catch from Michal Ryan. What a sub he has been on. Uh, come on, first mid O'Brien's. Michal Ryan, but the ball breaks out to Blaine Early. And Tubber would bond Blaine Early further up the field. Out towards Dwayne Sheedy and McCormack. Sheedy, who made that, I think, was the match saving inter intervention. The uh, ball comes out to Michael O'Shea. Comes out to my man of the match, Keith Stritch. Here's Stritch. He's the, oh, and he's offended. And once again, I think, Pat. I'm not sure whether you can cover me, but I think uh, Keith Stritch has been man of the match for Smith O'Brien. He's been up and down that field, uh, patrolling the far side, the near side here in the first half, has got a pint from play, has won many a free, and once again, when leadership was shown, he's after drawing another free out of the top of defence, which gives... Uh, yeah. Tommy Redden another chance to really put another nail into the coffin of Tubber and put Smith O'Brien into the semi-final I 100% agree with you Leo switches have been absolutely brilliant but he's taken a, a serious bit I'd say into the ribs or into the neck area or shoulder there on that tackle just to win the ball for his team but how much great stuff is he doing all but winning ball distributing ball scoring a point or two a couple of great points and just being tackling chasing everything you'd want in a player uh, Keith, Sp Keith, Keith uh, Stritch has done it today so uh, 100% agree with you uh, if there was a man in the match award he'd be getting the gog for sure 
and there's plenty of smiles on the, the sideline for, for Smith O'Brien's unfortunately not the same from the top it's a very quiet pinch they were fairly fairly vocal there for a long time but look at Churches their defeat and unfortunately for Tubber it looks like their race is run for 2021 but there's no doubt about it that they will bounce back again and Tommy Redden with this 65 metre free uh, for Smith O'Brien Tommy has been nailing them and indeed indeed he's, he's look at we can give right. him one he lets this one out to the right hand side and gone wide it's remains 17 points for Smith O'Brien's one goal and ten for Tubber that's a four point differential Wayne King still playing on as Ronan Teff launches this one down towards McMahon the ball is going to break in and who is it only there is Mark Stritch Stritch goes down the ball for Smith O'Brien's and here comes Stritch with a lovely pop pass out to a man who's been busy in Michal O'Shea Michal O'Shea delivers a crossfit ball that's and it. there goes the full time whistle in O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge and victory goes to the Red and gold, or the Clareton gold is red of Smith O'Brien's. It's Smith O'Brien's who march into the semi final. A good victory for Smith O'Brien's on a scoreline of 17 points for Smith O'Brien's. Tubber, one goal and 10. Great win for Smith O'Brien's, Leo. And uh, I think Smith O'Brien's would be very, very happy. Not with just the win, but the way they won that. It looked like they were, you know, in trouble in a couple of periods of the game, but grew into it. And as the game went on, there was only going to be a one winner. Uh, I just think that, you know, they scored 17 points. They didn't get any soft goals or anything to, to give a, a gap so just worked hard and uh, some great individual performances you know Carl Stretch centre back Keegan Nolan Mark Stretch I keep mentioning Stretches uh, uh, obviously uh, David Goff at times David Connolly at times midfield uh, Michal O'Shea at times uh, Tommy Redden outstanding for freeze and play as well so uh, a really great win hard look on Tubber they've given it everything I wonder if we're ready to, are we ready to have uh, an interview or, yeah we're, having, or we're going to have a word with Derek we've Derek first before well, they, well, they, well deserved win Leo and the manner of their win will please them and they'll take a lot of beating yeah and, and Derek Derek had predicted extra time before and but uh, he also said if he was to pick a winner he would have been picking uh, Smith O'Brien's and uh, you picked him as your winner for the championship at the outset uh, Derek good win for Smith O'Brien's yeah great win but look games turn on small moments Leo and this game had a defining moment Tubber fought back they were one point down after a sensational Tommy Redden score and suddenly with a minute to go on the clock Great we knew did. there was going to be injury time Donald McMahon fluffed his lines dropped a simple hand pass directly in front of the posts the ball has moved up the field and a fantastic Michael Ryan score puts two between them followed by a sensational Michael Goff score and suddenly Smith O'Brien's are in a county semi-final. Games turn on moments, and you either define the moment or the moment defines you. Unfortunately, the moment defined Tubber's season. Yeah, and it did define Tubber's season because it has finished their season, uh, Derek, but it's Smith O'Brien's who move into the semi-final. We now have four teams, four strong teams in the semi-final. Smith O'Brien's, Joseph, Ryan and Tulla. No easy pickings for anyone, no. No easy pickings. However, I st <coughs> still feel that Smith O'Brien's have the best score and potential of the four. Now, I was impressed with St. Joseph's here today. Uh, you know, and both both winners yesterday, Tola and Ryan, did what they had to do. It, weather will be a defining factor too. The conditions. If Smith O'Brien's can get a dry day, they have some very lively forwards. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I suppose the manner of Smith O'Brien's, and we've always said about Smith O'Brien's, they've always been, always been their, their own, been their biggest opponents, had been themselves. In <coughs> fairness, they've buried that mid today. Tremendous uh, performance from start to finish. And and one other thing, Leo, which is important of all the four quarterfinals, steel sharpened steel. Smith O'Brien's had a battle today. Do you know? They had a real battle, and up until that score, that sensational Michal Ryan score to put two between them, the game was in the balance. That will stand to them. And steel sharpens steel, so Smith O'Brien's will benefit from this, and they're still my tips for the championship. Come on, Derek. And uh, now we're going to turn uh, to, to, to Parik, uh, Parik, who's here also. And we thanks to Derek for, for, his, for his input. 
Or we're going to get 40 40. We better get 40 first because he's in a hurry. <laughs> Brendan, I must ask you first of all, you're down here on the line as a holiday carrier. Um, I didn't see you carrying any holidays. I know you're not, you know, an official is not supposed to carry holidays. Look at congratulations. Marvelous victory for Smith O'Brien's. I never held a holiday in my life, Leah. <laughs> um, look, uh, we knew coming down today um, this was going to be a battle. And I think, you know, we got. A bit of sad news during the week in the club of one of our mentors, uh, <coughs> Kevin Carty, his mother passed away. And as you know, the McCarthy's are a, a very proud uh, Hurling family with a great tradition in our club. And Kevin was asked during the week, well, did he want the game to go off? And he said no. It was their wishes to play the match. And he spoke with the boys yesterday and wished them the best. And that performance was for the McCarthy family today because they have been involved since as long as I can remember in Smith O'Brien's and every one of them lads put in a big performance for Kevin and the McCarthy family and that's what that performance came from today. As for Tubber, we knew coming in that this was going to be a dogfight to the last. And just listen to, to, to that speaker there, as he said, like Michal Ryan's point, like the goal, the goal brought Tubber back into the game. Um, and we were there, but we showed, I think we showed a good bit the of character. The was very good to the, yeah, the goal. We, yeah, we didn't concede any score after a long period of time for that, and we got, I think we hit the next four maybe after that. And that, that builds character. And we knew character in that team, and that character was actually built into that team last year as well, as you remember here with our battles with Corofin, with our battles with Rowan, and with our battles with Scarif. This team have showed a lot of character, and you know it was it was a great. Uh, this 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 was a hard working performance. Brendan, the victory is brilliant, and that's the most important. I thought that the manner of it, the setback of the goal, the response to the goal was outstanding. And we were saying here during the game that all three of the of the switches, particularly just just unbelievable, but particularly Keith, we thought, worked his absolute blinder off. And particularly as they have a bereavement in that family as well yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I just, we just want to give credit to the switches, yeah, particularly all yeah. players, of course. But the way they responded to the setback, I think, is a great sign of any team, and they'll take an awful lot from that. You, you will, like, you know, but like, you know, the, the conditions were tough here today. You know, the underground conditions was a match here earlier on. But, like, you know, uh, when you're down to this time of year and, this, and, and the you're down to the business end of the championship, it's, it's character will get you over the line. You know what I mean? You, you can have all the fine hurdles, but you have to have a bit of character bit into the team as well. And that was instilled there today. And, you know, look, we're, we're just delighted to get over the line. What the boys wanted to do, they wanted to get back into the field, uh, wins and I training, and that was the object of coming down here today. No matter what way we won it, we were coming out here today with a win, and they did, in fairness to them. And Brendan, you're back, you're in the hat for the semi-final draw, you're back uh, where you exited the championship last year. You know, it, 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 I know you were very, very disappointed after the semi-final last year, beating my scarf went on to win it, but you now you're back in the same position again this year, and you can transfer the hurt from last year, hopefully to get you into a position which will get you over the line in the semi-final again. Hopefully, Leo, we've 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 knocked on the door in a number of semi-finals, and I think you know we we have to get through that door, and you know hopefully today's game will stand to us in the semi-final. We've had two good matches now the last two games against Tulla and against Tubber, you know that really really set us set us into a position for tough battles. And look, you know no matter who you get now in the semi-final, it's going to be a battle. There, there, there are four good teams worthy of being in the semi-final. And like you know, every, every every one of the four will fancy their chances. Brendan, once again, look at enjoy the night down in, in Killaloo. I know celebrations will be muted uh, to say to say the least down there. Look, make what you can of it. Look at you're a tight a tight group. 
Good to see Killaloo back in the semi-final of the Intermediate Championship. Congratulations on a very a very inspiring and a massive display. And thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Leo. Parik, deserving winners. Deserving winners, yeah. They, um, I just chatting it up there. Tubber only got 1-3 from play in the whole game, which is probably too low a return. And as Scarf Bay listeners would have known yesterday, the Camogie team only got one point in the third quarter against Scarf Gunlaw, which was fatal to their cause whereas Tubber only got I think one goal or maybe 1-1 one, one in that third quarter I know Pat in particular isn't a fan of the water breaks but you can you can read a lot into how teams reset after him and Tubber really that third quarter that was the killer for them I would have felt I know Michal Ryan's moment was pivotal as well but they needed to kick on in the third quarter we spoke at half time that they needed to maybe make a couple of changes and they, they tried to make changes they didn't really get them and then one of the huge contrasts I thought in the game was their leadership Keen Noel and you look to your clear senior hurlers the leadership Keen Nolan showed in coming out to win about three balls there in the end yeah, he, put his body, he put his body on the line exactly and yeah. Tober needed their, Donald McMahon to be their leader I'm just looking down at him there and Pat O'Connor a huge loss he's speaking to him there in the huddle if they had Pat O'Connor he'd have been driving out with that ball so they needed Donald to step up and unfortunately for them he didn't whereas Keen Nolan again uh, a class leader for Smith yeah, and that's what we have to give credit to Stritch at centre back he played uh, you know and he got a point there in the first half as well you know he did play he did mark him very well and then when he went in full forward Nolan picked him up which was going to be no real advantage to Tupper either you know because Nolan is you know an experienced campaigner at this stage and done, done rather well you know, we give um, the, the Mark Stritch, our Keith Stritch, the wing forward, we thought he was absolutely immense. But they had leaders all over the field, uh, Parik. They did. The Stritch brothers were, were brilliant. And then that kind of isosceles triangle, or whatever type of a triangle it is, with Keen Nolan at three, Eddie Burke at seven, and David Goff at five, that is a very powerful triangle. Yeah, Goff hit a lot of ball as well. Uh, Burke, Burke is busy. Burke coming on, attacking the ball. And as you say, Keith Stritch, excellent at ten. And one of Mikey O'Shea's more <laughs> prolific games for Smith O'Brien's, he'd kind of been blown hot and cold a small bit from. But when he's on fire, he's, he's very dangerous to Mark and I think winning that game massive for Smith O'Brien's because we know two teams are coming down from senior this needs to be the year I think for Smith O'Brien's yeah and of course Tommy unerring with his accuracy as well yeah absolutely and their discipline we kind of spoke what would what, what be like in the second half and their discipline held up um, Blaine Early missed one or two frees that he needed to score but again very clinical up front the one thing I'd say they'd probably have to work on is they didn't now Ron Taff obviously is an excellent goalkeeper but they didn't look like they were going to get a goal on him whereas you know coming up against the door of Airfield I think you'd need to you get need goals, goals against the door of Airfield yeah. don't doubt about it Parik thanks a million for that and that con- is going to conclude our broadcast here from O'Garney Park in Six Bridge. as we look across both teams are in a huddle uh, you couldn't see contrasting uh, huddles if, uh, a very tight group over there in Smith O'Brien disappointment for Tubber but there's no doubt that Tober with all the spirits they have up there will come and rise again but however the spoils go here to Smith O'Brien and the scoreline is 17 points to one goal in 10 my thanks to my co-commentator uh, Pat McNamara thanks to Derek Dormer and to Parik McMahon for their input throughout the programme thanks to Jim who, won, who kept us going here all day with refreshments and on our production schedule so all that remains is for me Leo Dial for Scarif Bay Community Radio in association with Derek Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction it's St Joseph's and Smith O'Brien who march into the semi-finals for our broadcast here in in. Garney Park. So to all our listeners and back to now from all, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn.